Adventure awaits. The XP Guild presents Shield Wardens Session 1 Feast of Heroes. Please be advised that this podcast may contain some adult language and themes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Shattered Lands. Uh, this is my setting, uh, my, uh, my baby. And I've gathered a group of players. We're going to be doing another Shield Wardens game. Uh, but first, I want to tell everyone a little bit about the Shattered Lands. It has been a little over 300 years since the world was shattered and broken. During a great war, a fight for survival, the mortals of the material plane banded together to fight off a horde of demons. Uh, with the demons came mist and uh, spreading over the world slowly. Uh, eventually, when all hope was thought to be lost, a group of great spellcasters, together in their various enclaves across the world, cast an enormous spell, shattering the land itself, raising these areas of uh, protection, these last holdouts of mortal life into the air uh, in these large floating islands that went up a mile or so into the sky. This saved everyone from the immediate threat and danger of the demonic incursion, but it also banished everyone from the world below. Now, all living in these floating islands, life has struggled to survive at first and eventually grew into thriving, prosperous individual nations. People banding together into small countries as they eventually got the ability to travel from island to island and reconnect with the fellow civilization. Now 300 years or so have passed and we're going to be focusing in a island nation area called the Lei Tong, a remnant of a former uh, society from down below. They have formed into a society somewhat similar to like a Greek or Spartan-esque sort of world where there are a bunch of uh, mandatory military service people and uh, lodges that have formed that are kind of like very specialized units. In particular, this group have all been members of or mostly all been members of some lodge, um, with a few exceptions uh, based on some special circumstances that have happened. Now been drafted and gathered as the Shield Wardens for a very important uh, woman, the High Priestess Theodosia, Theodosia Recrilli. Um, and they have been tasked to keep their eyes and ears open as they travel with her as her honor guard, as her shield wardens to the Feast of Heroes, which is where we will be joining our party there. So at the Feast of Heroes is a special dinner party kind of thrown together or more like less dinner, more like hangout party, uh, snacks and drinks and all that stuff. Um, thrown to honor the heroes of the nation or heroes of the kingdom. Um, the Leitong itself is a series of like 11 islands that are all ruled by a king. And then they each island has their own king and then they appoint every couple of years um, their 
kind of king of kings that kind of rules the overall Leitong people for a while. This particular party, thrown by Lady Marina Gallipos, uh, who's the head of the Gallipos family, uh, a former member of the Hippogriff Lodge, and her family has been providing hippogriffs for the use of this lodge and for other um, sail across the island uh, for quite a long time now and has afforded them great wealth. Uh, since her husband has passed, she has taken over full uh, control and run of this party. So the estate is surrounded by 10 foot high white stone walls. A large iron gate hangs open as you guys approach in the carriage of the high priestess, uh, who is sitting there stoically dressed in um, white, like white long robes with very fine golden intricate like filigree onto the sleeves um, around the fairly modest uh, dip in her dress and the frills around the bottom. Um, <clears throat> chiseled into the stone walls as a relief are images of warriors clad in armor, shield and spear, crouching towards the opening as if to accept a charge. The shields are decorated with various takes on a on a hippogriff, hippogriff, geez. Um, the path towards the estate is paved with tightly laid stones and lined with olive trees. Green grass spreads over much of the estate, with various plants worked in along the walls and in small planters here and there along the well-kept grass grounds. As the carriage takes you up the path, see a long white marble building stretches out with large columns that rise 20 feet into the air marking the entry to the mansion uh, 10 foot high double doors of dark wood rise high and hang open at the moment to admit the trickling stream of guests to the interior of the estate you see before you a cart pull away as a few people enter ahead of you guys your cart will pull forward slowly um, to deposit you in the front of this uh, mansion estate. Um, just really quickly before we get too far into this, uh, we are using tokens from Hero Forge, which are used by permission. Uh, however, we're not sponsored. Uh, anything we say or do here does not reflect any of their. Um, views or beliefs as well as the map as you can see on stream is made by dungeon alchemist a new uh map making program uh again uh in the general license we're allowed to use this however we're not sponsored and by no ways do any antics we get up to uh reflect anything they would care to admit um so you guys are making your way up who steps out of the carriage first? And uh, maybe give a brief description of what your party garb might be and uh, kind of an intro to anyone who might be joining us for this official session one. Roll the dice. Uh, let's see. I got four of you. I will roll the dice and I'll pick four of you guys. All right. Uh, one, two, three. Lucius, since you're new to the group and you're the one I rolled, 
you get to start us off. So, uh, do you, you say uh, this Roman-looking warrior coming out of a uh, the the carriage? He's about six feet tall, long black hair, black beard, you know, gr- uh, brown eyes. He he uh, he's wearing his armor, but you can tell underneath he has like a purple uh, shirt. And then he has a long purple cave, and he's holding in his other arm his uh, helmet with his spear. And he gets out, and he would open the door and hold it for everybody to get out. All right. Next out steps small. Uh, what are you, halfling or gnome, Peos? What you ex- describe as you step out? <sighs> Pios. Um looks at everybody it's fine I will go next and uh, steps out um, he's roughly maybe three foot um, he is a gnome um, this time around you see him without war paint um, almost dressed similar to the way he normally is but finer his uh, furs that he has are of the finest quality. Um, he um, still carries the badge of honor of his lodge um, in the colors of his outfit, and where his uh, where they all meet is a large brooch of a badger, the same badger design that you can that you saw on his shield. Um, his hair is also spiked up like normal um but instead of berries and juice and things like that it is of the finest of oils and uh yeah he looks around shakes his head this will do and continues walking all right all right after Pios, you see uh, Hendrix pop out. He's a human, around 5'10". Um, Average-looking clothes underneath. He has a, a studded leather that's been polished up um, from all the studs. Uh, over that, though, he has a very, very nice and uh, elegant overcoat um, that he's taken full advantage of um, having to uh, this event. He doesn't get to wear it that often. Um, you can see it's not been worn that much, to be honest. Um, a very nicely uh, polished rapier on his hip, um, with almost like his uh, shield um, decoratively placed upon his back. Um, colours of like a, a dark olive green, um, with almost like a, a light brown trim around it. Um, big collar going into like a suit-styled front, um, steps out. Gives a nod to everybody, looks around. Rather a fine place we found ourselves at. Takes a few steps forwards. Alone in the carriage uh, with Theodosia, Randall leans into her and says, I don't reckon this is a good idea, mate. Honestly, I don't think it's a good idea you bring me here in any way, shape or form. I mean, for a number of reasons, but mostly I just don't know, man. These people, they give me the willies. You know that, right? Oh, yes. Of course I know that. But I have every confidence in your ability, young Randall. 
I'm just saying, you see me disappear, there's a bloody good reason for it, all right? <laughs> there is alcohol. Yes. Um, and with that, Randall's going to step out and he's going to take a look around and hold out his hand to, to help the lady out the carriage. You're seeing a man who, not wearing his customary cornrows, but instead has his uh, um, shoulder length hair tied up into a uh, high top knot uh, ponytail, slicked back. He's wearing fairly plain um, uh, white three-piece uh, tunic uh, and long trousers uh, with a, a black uh, waistcoat. Um, he has set uh, around his uh, wrists for his, uh, by his cuffs. His cuffs are made up of checkered black and whites. And if you were to pay close attention, you may notice that his cufflinks, one is um, that of a, a smiling mask and one is of a uh, sad crime mask, uh, classic happy tragedy uh, play masks. Um, and uh, he, he still is wearing his customary uh, small uh, New Jack City uh, black shades. Uh, as he's uh, helping her down. <clears throat> she takes your hand and steps out of the carriage, slowly walking forward, and the carriage will kind of, once the carriage driver sees that you guys are clear, will start clamoring along, um, <clears throat> pulling away this very fine white coach with gold trim and large white draft horse that's pulling it um, and she'll step forward and smile and gesture towards the door uh, of which there's two guards standing there just kind of like um, in very stoic poses uh, they each have gleaming silver armor um, and these like kind of brown cloaks that hang down and they have hippogriffs upon their shields um, as they stand there. Uh, the doors kind of hang open for you guys there and it leads into a small open like entryway foyer sort of thing. Um, she will step forward and kind of like walk through you guys and lead the way in to the party getting forward and waiting here by another guard similarly dressed and she hands him her invitation he takes it gives it a quick look at it it glances at her recognizes her she's uh, the high priestess of the island so well known um, and then there another gentleman kind of steps forward he's finally dressed in like a uh dark dark blue almost black like suit with a kind of high collar silver trim along it and um looks to be probably a half elf in his early 20s or so with dark hair that is slicked back cut short um and kind of you can almost smell this like perfume coming off of the the man and his cologne's a little stronger than probably uh anyone has the right to wear and uh the guard will hand the invitation over to him and he looks at it and will look into the party and 
as the rest of you arrive, he will call out in a loud voice, uh, the High Priestess, Theodosia McCreary, and Shield Wardens. And he'll step aside and she'll kind of walk in uh, slowly. You find yourself in this large room uh, with four pillars that kind of help maintain the structure's uh, stability and everything. Uh, it is finely uh, like laid wood in this kind of like intricate and polished pattern on the floor, uh, lacquered so it's uh, sustained throughout the uh, use here, which obviously is designed for dancing and parties. Uh, there is a um, <clears throat> there is a pianist playing like a gentle, soft kind of background tune and someone uh, accompanying him on the harp, just kind of like slowly strumming uh, the harp as you guys enter. There are um, maybe a, a couple dozen people, despite the map doesn't have everything displayed here, kind of milling about um, as you guys walk in. Is there anything in particular anyone is looking for or looking to do as they kind of make their way? Pius, yeah, Pius looks over at Hendrix, nudges him. Yes. I bet they it? have cake here. I'm hoping they have cake here. <laughs> I, I'm now panning the room for a dessert table. Mm-hmm. Um, you will spot that uh, as you enter off to the uh, right-hand side, there is a large, like, entryway. There's no door to it, but there's, like, a 10-foot-wide entryway that leads into, like, a, a, air quote, small dining room. I mean, it's a decent size for most people, um, but it wouldn't be enough to house everybody at this party in like seating area but there is a table you can spot that has um various foods laid out um arranged upon the table for people to come and sample and you probably guess that's that's where any sort of refreshment uh, might be located um whilst they're looking at that at the moment is it busy are the, is it just filled at this point or um, is this large room pretty much empty there's still more people probably to come um but it is like i said there's maybe like a couple dozen in general in small milling groups um okay so i mean we as a group are very much taking up a a sizable percentage of the entire population in this room right now yeah i mean like i said okay. there's there's maybe in the 20s of people so um, okay you you're definitely a sizable add-on um but yeah you're yeah, yeah okay then I'm, I'm looking for um uh colors of what people are wearing um in particular, I'm looking for anyone wearing blacks and whites. Mm -hmm. um, am I seeing anyone around? Um, I'm trying to double check on blacks and whites in particular. Not the one you're looking for at the moment. Um, okay. There are various people 
hanging around. Um, most notably, directly ahead, there is a a middle-aged human woman uh, with kind of like strawberry blonde hair that's like you can tell is kind of starting to probably change and maybe is even like maintained her color through artificial means. Um, let's okay. see. She's uh, she's there in like kind of like a tanned robe um, that's been accent like a tanned dress that's been like accented with like red reds um, given that like the hippogriff lodge tends to use browns she has that kind of kind of homage to that but then added in with like reds to actually make her look a little bit more fancy and more interesting um, this is uh, actually I don't know how how many of you would know the upper structure of like on site some of these people um, probably Randall at best so maybe give me a uh, wait, I think I said you might know this one yeah I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. yeah so you recognize yeah. Lady Marina Gallipos <sighs> okay does she look like she recognizes me from from across the room at the moment she's has most like it's she's kind of sideways she's not really looking so much um she had glanced over as the high priestess came in but she was in the middle of a conversation with a couple other individuals um one is obviously an elf um he let's see stands there with golden hair kind of golden long hair drawn back into like a ponytail um is he like glances around you kind of catch these like very stark like violet eyes staring out um he has a um green kind of like um kelly green almost cloak on and is standing there talking with another gentleman that probably catches many of your eyes as um he is scarred and burnt like his face is all burnt um there's little patches of like gray hair sticking out um his ears are pretty much like burnt down so it's hard to tell like he has the long skinny build of something with like elvish ancestry or whatever but it is tough to tell from just the looks because of the disfigurement on his face high priestess is there a Anyone we should take note of in the room that you see now? She'll uh, look around, and I apologize for anyone watching that we're all on the wrong screens, but I think the minute I fix it is probably the minute he comes back. Um, if, if, if I lean a certain way, I'm in my square. Yeah, I think I'm the one who is, for the most part, not in any squares. So just, uh, you know what? I'll become a disfigured voice for a moment. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, she leans over to you and uh, she'll look around. Well, um, not entirely sure which is the worst at the moment. Um, and she's kind of going one to one. Um, let's see. Who did I have on that map already? Uh, oh, Grady. Let's see. She'll uh, nod over towards a gentleman uh, up kind of against the wall uh, 
In fact, I think he's blocking a toilet entrance, so maybe he's over by the pillar. And, uh, nod to him. Uh, Sorry. You're good. I got literally to a point with an elf with a blonde ponytail. Okay. There we go. Everyone's in the right spot. Um, yeah, so there... <laughs> Alright. So there was an elf with a, a blonde ponytail, violet eyes, wearing kind of like a Kelly green robe on, speaking to uh, the lady. There's also another gentleman uh, standing there. He's scarred face, like... It's like burn scars all over his face and head. His ears are kind of like burnt down, so it's hard to tell his uh, ancestry. However, he has that tall, skinny kind of look of like an elf. His hair is kind of like patched where the scars allow it to grow and starting to like, it's kind of like a graying. It almost looks sickly and at first look you're like, you know, it, it's definitely something that catches you off guard. Um, and he has long blue robes on and um actually everyone give me a perception check to see uh just how much they spot from across the room um hendrix had asked uh theodosia if there's anyone to keep a lookout and she looked around and the only one she kind of nodded towards was a gentleman standing over by the pillar um and <clears throat> He is, um, he's got, like, dark hair, um, combed to, like, one side. Um, he is probably, like, in his mid-30s or so, and she'll nod towards him and say, That over there is a, uh, merchant from Desland, one of our neighboring allies. Um, I'm not sure exactly what he's up to, but, uh... If there's anything of interest that you find, that might be helpful in any negotiations that might be going on. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Alright, so let's see. Perception checks. We had a 24 from Hendrix. So you would spot on the, um, the one I was describing with the scarred and burned face. Uh, upon his blue robes, you will see... Um, a silver tree that's like over like it's embroidered into the robe he's wearing and whereas some people like uh i guess the other elf that's there is kind of wearing a robe um this gentleman um it's very kind of like a scholarly looking robe um so there's a silver tree uh, over his left breast and with a sun uh underneath it so there's like a sun emblazoned there with a tree that's like in in full bloom sort of thing uh over above that you would also see a different looking tree um it is a um almost like the tree of life sort of thing that like the vikings use where it's like but it's circular with this like kind of tree that kind of folds into the circle that forms it um Anyone who would like to get any information on either of these individuals, we could do like a history check or something that you think would be um, relevant. Try a history with the sun and tree. Okay. Um, I, much, so. I'm not really doing much investigation at this mm -hmm. point. If anything, I'm just trying to merge into the background, trying to keep out of 
any position where someone might catch me looking at them directly. Yeah, no problem. Um, so as you look, kind of look at this room, the door you guys came in is open right now to admit people. There's the little um, dining room off to your right-hand side as you're looking in. Uh, there is a uh, fireplace formed and uh, kind of crackling with a low fire just to more for ambiance. Uh, the weather outside uh, on this evening is nice and, and like warm as far as the evenings go here. Um, there's a few doors off on the left-hand side, um, and there is one door that leads on the, the south side of this building um, that leads out of there as well. So there's a door down here, and there's doors here and here. Yeah. Uh, just in case you guys decide to roam, there are uh, areas in which you guys can venture around. Lucius is going to try to find like a waiter so he can get a drink. But before I forget, the armor that he was wearing is all solid gold, except for like his spear. Mm -hmm. And in his shield, he would have the symbol of the ox. But he would uh, go to the waiter and grab a drink, and then he's going to look around to see if he noticed anybody looking at him since he's famous. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, why don't you give... Uh, we'll do this guy here in the green here as a waiter. Um, he's dressed in like a very dark brown to kind of match somewhat the, the theme of the house colors and the, the lodge colors of his mistress. Um, with it's like almost black is that dark of a brown with like silver trim along it um he comes around he's got a tray full of like uh it's gonna be red wine at least at this point in the party um he's like carrying that around there are other um you can probably spot other drinks and bottles that are in the kind of dining room but this this is one that's kind of walking around um Hendrix would not recognize the symbols on their clothes. Um, not really his circle of things. Am I seeing where the waiters are coming in and out of? Is there a, a, a staging area which is away from this main room? Uh, so, let me make sure the feed can see everything. So, the, this waiter uh, came through this room the dining room area okay. um and then if you investigated further there is a door that leads into like the kitchens back there okay. all right i'm gonna make my way through to the kitchens then okay um taking off my black waistcoat as i'm walking through so i've just got a plain white shirt on at this point all right um i'm gonna use some of these tokens as like the same tokens but so what i'm going to do is these cog wheels are going to all be people that work right here because cogs are workers aren't they oh yes we all are cogs somewhere right um <clears throat> so yeah you're definitely able to make your way around no one really stops you from walking into the kitchen um you see there is a kind of large <laughs> large man that's down to like just like a white shirt he's got a, a like leather apron on and he's back there like chopping up food and 
starting to put things on plates. Um, there's a uh, kind of a teenage looking woman who is in that same dark brown outfit with the silver trim, but like this time it's a dress, so it dips a little bit low. Um, not untastefully, but just enough to be like, accentuate the fact that it, she is a girl. Um, and she's got a tray that she's now loading up with food and like preparing to take it out to uh, the dining area. Oh, I, I could take that one. I'm sorry I'm late. I can take it on there. It's all right. Who, who are you? She asks and she's kind of looking confused. I, I, listen, the, I got told by the stable master that they uh, needed having extra help come in because they got extras coming in and they're worried about having enough servants come through. So they got me down from the agency. I don't know the area, but all I've got told was to report out here, come back to the kitchen, pick up some trays and start moving them around. So, I mean, I'm here. She sighs and she hands you the tray. I have to get you a coat. Yeah, Which yeah, they yeah, told no me. All right, you you take this. You know how they are. You go, I'll, I'll go find you a coat. Um, All right. Do you want me to wait? I mean, I can wait. No, or no, I can just no. Do one. Just put put the food out. I'll get you a coat. All right. No bother. All right. And I'm gonna head out with the tray, and I'm gonna start moving slowly right. around the room. Shades are off at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that I'm merging in with the the cogs, the the standard plebeian masses at this point. Nice. And then she. Oh, Oh. cocks eye and looks over at Randall. I, I, I wink over at him across the room and give him a little finger gun slip and just yeah. kind of moving on through. Um, she exits a door in the back of the kitchen that leads outside and she starts hustling her away. Um, you lose track of her as she makes her, her kind of way to try to find you a coat. So she's going to disappear for a little bit. Um, she says, uh, when he gets a drink from the waiter, mm-hmm. he's gonna slide a gold coin to the tray and he's gonna be like, You got any juicy uh rumors for me? Oh, uh, well, sir, um, the I don't know how much of a rumor it is, but the uh, lady's son is seeming to be quite distraught today. Uh, he's in the dining room, uh, kind of pouting, but don't say I said that. Um, but I can keep an ear out for anything more juicy if you uh, if you would like me to keep that uh, that ear open for you and give you a wink. That would be wonderful. And he will slide another coin in mm-hmm. and uh, he'll wink at him until I make it worth my time. He'll nod and then start kind of like walking around with the tray pointedly getting a little closer to different groups as he goes cool uh anyone else have anything in particular i think hyos would be kind of just casually walking around but uh, eventually find himself off in a corner and just eyeballing um people okay. uh, particularly strange unusual people um, keeps an eye on Randall just to make sure he's doing his thing like he always does his thing and uh, in case if he needs any assistance I'll be able to jump in when need be as he reaches into his pocket he brought his special rock with him okay 
Is there any Goliaths in the room? Not at the moment, anyways. Uh, let's see, really quick. Uh, you hear the announcer, uh, the, the caller at the front door. I'm trying to find what I want to use for these people. Um, you know what? We'll just use this. Um, call out. There are uh, two new individuals. Uh, let's get another one that are coming into the room. Uh, let's do this one. Yeah, purple. Um, and he calls out, um, Mr. Jessen Adonna and wife Milani Adonna. And they walk in. So you see, um, the man is probably in his um, late 50s, maybe early 60s, kind of like white hair, very thin, combed to the point to try to hide how little hair he actually has left. He's got this weird like comb over thing going on. Um, he's dressed in that kind of like Greek and Roman like toga sort of outfit of like, I'm a very important person. He's kind of like walking with this big like golden cane sort of a thing that he's walking in. The woman next to him is probably 30 plus years his junior. Um, dark purple skin, uh, tiefling uh, with a pair of ram horns that kind of like curl from behind her ears and like forward to almost like give her that Leia bun almost thing. But um, she is um, definitely a stark contrast from him. He is like old, carrying a little bit more pounds than he should be. Not like obese, but he is definitely not in great shape. Uh, walking on a cane, kind of almost feebly. And she is young, in seems like in great health. She is dressed like to the nine. She's got a very tight, form-fitting dress that shows off. Um, her well-maintained tiefling body um she's got this like kind of dark dark black with almost this hue of blue in the right light hair um that's kind of pulled back into like these kind of like vein looking um it's straight but then it like curls down at the back and kind of um definitely looks like she took a lot of time on it along with makeup that accentuates her purple skin like lighter lavender like eyeliner and lipstick uh, and she walks in with him and he will start um, kind of like hobbling over here let's see yep and she definitely like she'll kind of like walk in to go get some sort of drink I have I a mean, question mm -hmm. can I can I see her heading to go get a drink and yep. walk across the room behind the columns with a view to actually cut her off to offer one of my drinks oh sure yeah of course yeah yeah I think that's pretty much uh, standard yeah. uh, Randall at that point go on you're saying Lucius uh, I was going to ask, do I see any like higher ranking military people in here? Let me see. There is definitely someone. Let's have this one, him, up here. Uh, so you will spot a gentleman. Um, he's half elven. 
in his probably low 30s uh, wearing a dress uniform it's a light gray pants and a royal blue coat platinum shields adorn his left breast of the coat indicating that he is um both of the Leitong Navy and like a fairly high level like admiral basically in the Leitong, what they call the Navy, which is um, all aerial ships, airships um, being there. And he's kind of standing off to the side with a couple of other probably more junior officers that are there. Um, he's got a beautiful pale-skinned, red-haired woman uh, that is accompanying him. Uh, who's going to be? Well, that's not beautiful. Uh, we'll do this mask, and we'll make it red to make sure that we know this is her. And <clears throat> they're talking with a couple of uh, other Navy officers, but they are... He seems to be the highest of the ranks. Uh, Lucius would definitely start heading his way and when he noticed him would you do like a certain post with his spear like showing him you know that he's saluting him mm -hmm. and when he gets in there uh, he would pretty much say like sir and elvin mm -hmm. to and give him like a little bow and he would give you a bow and do the similar like salute with his fist as he obviously doesn't have a spear on him at the moment but like he'll do that that salute and bow it's just, Ah, is it not the great Lucius? I've heard many good things about you. I've seen you fight, too. It's, uh, your performances at the games are great. Thank you. I, I wouldn't say great, but I do what I, needs to be done. Mm. And uh, it's nice to see other soldiers in here as well. Ah, yes. Well, it is the Feast of Heroes. They kind of have to invite a few of us. <clears throat> this uh, here, sorry, he'll he'll gesture towards the woman to his side. This is uh, my date for the evening, uh, Miss Sandra, um, and she smiles and nods. Uh, she's probably uh, in her late teens, early twenties, definitely younger than him, but you know, of of an adult age, um, kind of red hair. Uh, she's seen to have picked out a. Um, a similar like royal blue dress to kind of accentuate his outfit um, again with like this silver trim and filigree on that one um, and then he introduces you to a couple of the other officers that are there they're like captains of various ships so they're not nearly as high ranked or as important as him but he is very like he, he gives them a couple like accolades of oh that he you know He's performed wonderfully at this battle, and you know. I think uh, Lucius, uh, before he says hi to me, he would grab her hand and give her a kiss, and then he would like kind of like give the, the the general guy like a little pat in the back, and he would look at her. This man right here is quite the general, quite the strategy, the strategist, great man. You know, try to like. Put him out there, give him... Build him up. Um, why don't you give me some sort of check? Um, persuasion, performance, something to, like, just see how well it goes over. Are you lying when you say this? Like, do you know this guy's uh, history? Have you ha heard of his exploits? Are his exploits actually <sighs> successful? Well, since he's 
another military person and just those students, you know, like help, trying to help a brother yeah. out. So I, but, I'll uh, leave this open to whatever you think it is. Yeah, I, I just did a performance. Okay. I just figured yeah. he acknowledged me. I'm going to acknowledge him as well. Maybe I can get, you know, help you help me type thing. Just being a wingman. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I got it out 21. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, like, beams over at him. Um, this, like, smile and almost like this glow. Like, she realizes just how lucky she is, um, especially with others acknowledging how lucky she is and how accomplished her date seems to be um so it definitely seems to go over well and he smiles at you and kind of gives you that like almost half nod where it's like a thank you you know i appreciate yeah, it so I, I, i'll start leaving them but I'll, i would raise my glass to them if i'm leaving yep um randall what are you doing with uh milani uh drink milady uh, yes, uh, love a lovely drink. Yes, thank you. You're very, uh, very nice to bring this, sir. No, that's part of the service. Is what we're here for, really, just to make sure that everyone gets exactly what they want. Um, sometimes it's uh, going above and beyond that really stands out. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Ah, uh, well, I probably would like to find out what you mean. Really? I can't, I mean, you say that, but I can't help but notice that you come in with your father? Oh, well, husband. Uh, of course, her husband. He takes oh, good right. care of my needs uh, as as far as, of course, uh, monetary. You know, she gives you a wink. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> you are a cheeky one. Listen, I tell you what. These drinks they've got here, they're all right, but I have a feeling that you're looking for something a little bit stronger. Yeah, so that it could last a bit longer, perhaps. Hmm, perhaps. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe come and see me in a bit, yeah? I'm around. I'll keep my eyes open. Oh, I'm definitely going to keep my eyes open. I mean, uh, excuse me, ma'am. I apologize. I don't want to be coming too forward. Um... But yeah, what can I say? We're talking, and I'm listening. You know what I mean? Hmm, yes, I think I do. What's your husband do? Oh, he's a senator. Oh, right. All right, well, have a drink. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> she'll take the wine and she'll kind of uh, meander around um, saying like hello to a few people and she ends up kind of coming back over here um, joining where like her husband uh, is and he shortly will like end up m moving on after she re she joins that party when she is walking back to her husband mm -hmm. the people that she says hello to there is i am versed in the skill of moving in a manner that allows your path to cross with those people you actually want to see mm -hmm. whilst actually engaging with others do okay. you know what i mean so i'm looking at this woman at her path and i'm trying to ascertain who's she stooping at this party 
Um, what? Don't you give me something like an insight? I think it's probably. Uh, All right. The most. I accidentally clicked on animal handling. I don't know where that came from. Excuse <laughs> well, me. Sometimes that might be true with her, but you know. Oh wow! I am rolling like garbage. It is I am in the zone of uh, a very uncomfortable place. Um, but yeah, that was um, not good. Not good roll there. Hold on. What was that number? Oh jeez, Louise. Uh, eight. eight. Just an eight. It's it's really tough to tell. Um, some of the times you get obscured as someone like walks past you, um, you can't really hear what they're saying. So you're you're having a tough time indicating just like what her actual um, desire would be. Uh, although you have been gifted, if you want, uh, advantage by Chicomancer in our uh, chat. Oh. So really? if you you don't have to use it right now, you can use it at any point in the session. But if you say wanted to use it for any of these, feel free. I, I will say that over the course of the evening, I am gonna as I'm making my rounds over the next half an hour, uh, I will be keeping an eye on her because okay. there's a point where someone is going to be looking over their glass towards someone on the other side of the room and I want to be able to catch that look when it happens um yeah but everything about the vibe of this woman suggests that I I can spot a married woman who's having an affair and this is definitely a woman who's having at least one (laughs) fair Um, yeah I I mean I'll give you that for sure her interaction gives you that idea you're just unable to ascertain uh who or what um, is going on yeah. specifically um, and also uh, as I'm saying my making my rounds I am keeping to the perimeter at no point are you seeing me cross the floor I'm staying on the outside of the pillars and I'm keeping to the the outer edge of this main hall um, a gentleman walks in and is then announced uh, Marco del Torino um and he walks in unaccompanied he is wearing a bright red coat with tails gold trim bright red pants um also with like this gold intricate like uh embroider that kind of comes down the side and this kind of like floral almost like spanish uh luchador or not like luchador but like you know um what do you call the bullfighter kind of look to him um Corridor, there you go. Um, with a uh, like rapier strapped to his side, it's got like gold trim, like this gold filigree on. It's very fancy. Um, everything about him is fancy. He's got pulled back, slick black hair in like ponytail. It's been kind of oiled, so you get this little shine to it. He's got a um, trimmed little black goatee that comes to a point and has been like finely sculpted and oiled as well. And he kind of like walks in and surveys like almost takes in the area like I own this place like surveys it. Like looking around. Very haughty. Um, I'm loving everything he's wearing and I'm letting him know I am looking at him like his dress sense the way he's walked in I'm just in awe at the moment I'm like he like looks over at you and gives you a wink and uh will kind of like slowly walk past you um and then 
seeing the waiter over here trying to serve this group, he walks over and like grabs with like a flourish, grabs this like wine glass and swirls it in the air like he's checking the quality of the wine being served. Gonna give a nod like, okay, that's good stuff. And then slowly take a sip. Um, and then he actually turns and like looks over at uh, the harpist over here and starts like kind of beating along a little bit with them at the moment. Ah, drinks, finally. And I'll turn and realize it's Randall. But... What? Thank you. What, what are you doing? It's a bit of a flash bastard, isn't he? Look at him. It's completely jacked my style. Look at that. <laughs> Red and trim. It's got everything about that bastard is exactly what I have. Oh my god. Yeah, but it's, it's going off so much better. I mean... Oh, you are unbelievable, mate. I can't even be... Ah, oh! I am... How very dare you, sir? You, okay. Sir... And just for that, you don't drinks. get any more drinks. Well, you better, because I'll take them away from you. Oh, I'm raging. Pure. <laughs> um, I'll offer one drink to the high priestess next to me. Would you like? Yeah, oh, yes, thank you. She'll take it and hold it up. And like, as like a, I, I'm going to try and mimic what I saw Marcus do as well. She'll smile as she looks over at you. Um, says... She gives it a, a brief sniff and a sip. Ah, but four-year-old? Um, yes, it is a decent enough one, I suppose. Mm. Four years old, you say? Uh, Shall we mingle? Yes. And I'll gesture towards the floor. Uh, yeah, she will um, walk with you over to this group of people that have kind of gathered over here keep blocking the bathrooms but whatever um and that group yeah uh sorry off to the side uh make sure the stream can see all this there you go <clears throat> yeah so she'll gesture over to the group and she'll lead over and she'll smile and look at the group and and nod and she looks at the um one gentleman over there nod to the one that i have is the tree there he's got red hair he's a, a human male probably in his late 30s and he is uh kind of like talking uh kind of loudly with uh the the merchant there the uh grady that she had pointed out earlier and she says ah costas i am surprised that you have made it here today i am so glad that you could though and the uh, senator kind of nods to her. Ah, High Priestess, thank you, my dear. Uh, it is always a pleasure to be graced by your beautiful presence, uh, your amazing, uh, amazing greatness here. And he kind of like goes on, and it's almost like he's just speaking gibberish to like hear his own voice. Like you know those people that like they talk just to talk. Um, he's definitely putting off that vibe. Um, and he goes on for a little bit about that and then he's like you know um high priestess i hope that you will be helping me in our effort to stop helle's uh helle's uh proposition on the floor i know that you do not vote yourself but uh, you will uh your voice in my camp will help greatly 
she kind of nods and well i'm still you know trying to stay out of pol politics as best i can sir and he'll he'll kind of nod and they start you know chittering about whatever um kind of um random and uh boring stuff goes on i'll whisper to the high priestess loud enough so maybe marcus behind can hear but hopefully not the front people can so politics at the party oh yes that is uh, probably half of what this party is really about Randall, you spot the girl that gave you the tray. She kind of appears in the doorway, gesturing for you, and uh, gestures for you to head back towards the kitchen. I head on in. And then she goes in, and she's got with her this um, small coat that matches uh, their outfit. You know, the dark brown with the, the silver trim on it. I slip it on making sure that I can actually tuck through my cuffs and my cuff links are actually still showing at the other end mm -hmm. but otherwise as I'm a small halfling that should fit me pretty nicely yeah yeah it seems that she uh, was able to eye you up and kind of get you so then you now have uh, you definitely look like you are a servant here um, lovely thanks very much appreciate that so what was your name oh, uh, Serena Serena, nice to meet you. Appreciate you. Uh, Randy. Um, so look, I've done a, a couple of tours around there with the drinks and whatnot. Um, do we, I don't know, or was this, uh, do we have any like um, amuse-bouches or any hors d'oeuvres out there? Uh, yes, uh, there are some on the table, but uh, uh, Chef here is actually finishing up some more. And you'll see he's got like these um, like toasted baguettes that have um, various like colorful um spreads upon them uh, a little bit of like some sort of meat that's like crumbled on top um all right um I, I'll, I'll take these out then yeah and is there anyone that i should be focusing on i mean is there someone that marina wants us sorry the lady of the house wants us to focus on oh no uh the chef kind of looks at you as kind of gruff voice that's no just make sure they all get good food get uh Go spread around. I'll be working on more. When that tray is done, come back. Uh, all right, all right. I mean, all right. I guess I'll take it out. I'm gonna take a look around the the kitchen. I'm gonna be looking for any particular knickknacks um, that may be of interest to me. Okay. Uh, is anything sparking interest? Uh, within the kitchen yeah um i mean it's pretty standard kitchen sort of fare save that it's just like everything is seems to be like a decent high quality like you spent some time within kitchens and you spent some time um you know at least like within taverns and stuff this is definitely of like a a high house's standards uh, something more similar to uh you know a wealthy family would have um okay so i was looking for anything like um of a black and white motif oh um i'm trying to think i mean the floor tiles are definitely the black and white uh look to it but there's not really like uh any anything in here i think that really strikes you as 
Okay, yes, that's just interesting. Just I give it the one seven. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. That one. You hear I'm from move on through. the other room a um, the caller call out again, uh, Senator Halle McCulty, and those in the room will see a silver-haired uh, woman with her kind of like hair pulled back and tied into a bun. Um, <clears throat> yeah she walks in she's also like she's in a dress but that's kind of reminiscent of like kind of like a toga-esque thing kind of the symbol of being a senator and uh wrapped this white dress with like part of it like wrapped around the hangover almost like a shawl sort of thing over the top over one of her shoulders with silver trim and she walks in um silver-haired and she glances over uh, those in that room will spot she glances over and kind of snarls as she sees uh the group uh off to this side over here with costas the other senator and uh well one of the other senators and uh she'll start making her way over and she'll uh intercept the older senator that came in with the uh tiefling the jessen adonna um, mm-hmm. And she'll start talking to him over there. So there are three senators in this room just now that we know. Y- yes. Of? So there's uh, Jess and Adana, which is the uh, right here yep. we have as the dragon, just because that's what I grabbed. Um, there's Costas over here, and now Hele uh, joined over here. Okay. Three to many. <laughs> What's that? Was it uh, Adonna, the one who was uh, giving the flowery speech, saying that how uh, the the the, uh, the high priestess needs to uh, rally against Hele's uh, position? The one over oh, here. Costas. Is, yeah. Okay, so Costas is in a position. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I was curious. Um, under my mini, there's just three people. So the guy who's burnt. He's one of them, right? Yeah, let me zoom in here. Sagranis. Sorry, spoiler. Yeah, Sagranis here is burnt. Um, yeah. In the long blue robes with the silver. But then on. Lucius will go up to him and uh, raise his glass and just go, My lord, my lady. And uh, wait for them to speak. Marina, the hostess, will smile over to oh yes uh, the great lucius i was very pleased when theodosia told me that she would be bringing you um oh have you met uh sagranis delathon here uh haven't had the pleasure yet and he'll uh smile and he'll uh kind of reach his hand out um kind of almost weakly like it's it almost quivers in the air as his his hand holds out Pleasure. Sure, like, um, yeah, it's uh, you can see that it is too like kind of scarred, um, that like kind of burn mark scar, that puckered skin. Um, they're very kind, uh, young Lucius. I've heard good things, however, I am not a uh, frequent traveler to the games. His voice sounds raspy like something has uh, damaged his vocal cords of some sort yeah yeah, he was just probably uh, it's quite alright I mean nothing really special he'll give a smile nod 
about that time another gentleman uh enters and is called out a one professor silas crow um and he walks in or f off to the side here made him already uh, he walks in and he is has like a short ponytail like almost like sticks out the back like a little like nub of hair pulled back his skin is pale uh he's got a dark purple uh suit on he's got silver bracers that are covering his forearms and he kind of like looks in and he's got these like spectacles he pushes up tight and uh he's carrying a book underneath one arm and he glances around and starts like it's kind of scurries in um almost seems out of place for a bit as he kind of stands there and like looks about trying to figure out where he needs to go and what he should be doing what uh species is he uh he is a um he's a human okay. male, yeah so no so so far uh pius has been uh skirting around the edges looking just ever for watching and uh <laughs> so no goliaths uh, so far no not yet not that you've seen anyways okay exactly um uh, he looks. You going up to the guy who just came in? No, I'm going up to Pius. Oh, oh <laughs> gotcha. As he's standing around from Goliath, he's going to hear a voice uh, by his shoulder going, Drink, sir? Maybe. What is it? Um, it's liquid refreshment designed to loosen the tongue and allow you to socialize better with others, sir. Uh huh. Relax. Do they have any? Do they have any mead? Uh, yeah, we've got some dwarven mead in there. Here you go. Of course, they've got mead. They've got everything in here, brother. I've got you. What do you need? I'll cook. I'll go in the kitchen and get you nice, something nice. Have you seen anything weird and unusual? Yeah, there's this bloke, right? He's just staring at everyone, eyeing them up, trying to find out how tall they are by his eyes. There are no Goliaths in here. You need to relax. Um, as you guys are talking, uh, Grady, the uh, merchant and the uh, purple-skinned tiefling, exit through uh, that door and start heading out. Did I, did I hear any of their conversation before they left? They just, uh, yeah, I mean, you were there. They just kind of held some niceties and... Um, she made a comment about wanting to um she's heard great things about the the grounds out here and grady said oh yes i uh i would love to uh, show you i checked out the outside earlier and he starts uh leading her out uh, and they head out and i um when helena first walked in and gave us evils in this corner did uh, this senator cost us um reply in the same manner or was shocked or um yeah he glanced over her at her and kind of scowled at her um and uh this marco will have like listened to the music for a little bit and then he will kind of like step in towards this group as well um and trying to like uh, listening at first trying to pick up what's going on okay 
I sense some sort of hostility across us between Helena and I heard what you said to the High Priestess. I'm only curious to see or to know what two sides you're both on. Oh, uh, well, yes. Um, in fact, uh, Miss Helena, she, Senator Helena, is uh, trying to increase the taxes to expand the, our island's navy here. And uh, I feel that our people are stretched too thin and that uh, the navy itself is uh, strong with the amount of very little incursions we have on our island. Uh, we do not need to spend the extra money on it. The reason she's giving for this? Well, she feels that we are inadequately prepared and won't be able to assist. And uh, with the that recent capture and kidnapping of the prince, um, she felt that the threat from the barony of Raznich is uh, too high. But the, they're just they're merely um, opportunistic predators. And if the prince wasn't out gallivanting in some random place on the island he'd, he'd be just fine I understand that. it was uh, that gallivanting that uh, I believe uh, got me an invite I was actually uh, one of the people that assisted in his return oh yes I've heard of that it was uh, an interesting island have you ever been yourself barony no no not not at all I uh I would never. You like it? I understand. Strange. Concern for more navy. And uh, the guy in all red will kind of jump in and say, Yes, you must have a strong navy. You cannot let these people overrun your nation. This this man is just a cog swallow. And who is he referring to when he says that? He's gesturing towards Costas. Oh, like <clears throat> this is a party. There's no need for name calling here. Mar Marco, was it? Yes, Marco. Uh, it is Marco. Yes, uh, and you, sir. Who are you? You look like a good, strong fighting man. Not like this weak thing that has never seen the battle. I uh, raise my glass, do a little bow. I am Hendrix wow. of the uh, form tips. And uh, I've accompanied a uh, high priestess today with the uh, shield wardens. Yeah, uh, try and puff my chest out a little bit. Build myself up. And raise his glass and take a sip. I have much respect for you, fighting members. I, I think your lodges here are very interesting. Uh, I just wish some like this senator here would get off their lazy bottom and go out and prove themselves. Oh, no. You say here, where are you from exactly? Oh, I am uh, from an island nation. Uh, well, it, pretty much from an island nation called the Akosian. Uh, I, I don't know how much you get off your island or if you get to have any fun in your lodges, but um, you should visit. It is a beautiful island. Um, and the Arcosian itself is known as like a resort. It's like almost a resort on an island. It's a small island, but it's like a huge kind of casino resort, brothel, 
anything goes sort of a thing um, any sort of vice you might find yourself wanting uh, it is known for a place like that um, excuse my rudeness but who are you there that's brought you all the way here I am Marco. I am a, uh, a man of great talent and uh, usefulness for very many people. Um, I go where the work brings me. What is the work today? Uh, well, today I go to a party. I talk to people. Uh, I try to avoid these uh, weaklings that have no use or purpose, whose mouth just runs and says nothing. Costas is like looking more and more angry over there as this man like starts is just insulting him in front of everyone. Lailing him, yeah. Yeah. Could be anyone. Huh? It could be anyone. Lucius is gonna look at the two people in front of him and he's gonna be like fight the show, huh? Oh yes, well uh Marco is a uh, blade for hire, usually. I am assuming he's perhaps even trying to rile up a fight. That's kind of smart. Iros finishes his mug and just kind of says underneath his breath, wants me to socialize. Fine, I'll just go ahead and socialize. (laughs) And walks up to the nearest person. Mm Mm-hmm. Looks him over. Yeah, this is the elderly um, senator that came in with uh, Milani, the uh, tiefling, and uh, graying hair, kind of a gut, um, short beard. And Pios immediately says, I am Pios of the Badger Lodge. Did you Uh. know? As I pulled out the rock, did you know I have heard that you can kill a Goliath with one blow from a stone? Oh, well, uh, well, I suppose I've never tried, though I did fight for a little bit. I served my civic duty, as most do, um, but I never came across Goliaths. A few orcs from time to time, yes, but uh, that was back in my prime. <laughs> starts like coughing a little bit indeed I have socialized and Pius just moves on uh, perfect uh, Randall you're over there by crow are you yeah no I I hear that the conversation that he's had and I'm like wincing like, <laughs> you're like oh no oh that's just so uncomfortable um, and I resolved to actually uh, maybe find him a, 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 a even a pamphlet <laughs> on etiquette and social graces, or, or maybe even like a collection of short stories, so he doesn't have to keep bringing out that bloody rock. Uh, <laughs> like we need an anecdote for this gentleman. <laughs> yeah, um, but. I, I, I head over to the guy with the book mm-hmm. uh, who's looking nervously at this crowd and is it readily obvious that this man does not 
belong with this group of individuals in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I don't even think you need an insight check. Like, you're so well-versed in this sort of, like, mingling and everything. You can spot, like, he... I mean, the suit he wears is nice enough, but it's almost, like, too crisp. Like, it was just purchased for this sort of event. And he's, like, nervously looking around, and he's clutching tight in fact like his knuckles are almost white from clutching this book that he's kind of like holding off to his side and he's kind of like looking for a way to get an in to do whatever he's here for okay and i'm guessing that his clothes are off the rack yeah as it were. yeah it's like yeah. he yeah. he went to a store on his way yeah. over here bought the nicest thing he could afford and right. is here yeah. um okay as i'm s- as I went up to him, I would have liked to have palmed off my tray of baguettes onto uh, this servant as I was going past. Sure. Um, so I'm going up to him with maybe just a, a smaller plate of just the one baguette, and I just I hand it over to him and go, Sir, may I perhaps be of some assistance in this moment? Oh, would you? He kind of like looks at you all like kind of excited and, and hopeful like here's someone who might save me I guess listen the, these uh, soirees can be incredibly tiresome especially if you don't know anyone else here and am I right in thinking that perhaps you are alone this evening sir uh, yeah yeah I um I managed to get an invite, but I, I really, I'm not good. It, I, I'm usually more, uh, I like my books. I, I don't like uh, uh, people. Um, right. Okay. Well, let me give you a, a couple of quick hints for you, sir. And I want you to take it in the manner that it's being proffered. Don't bring a book to a wine party unless it's an actual book reading that you're planning to give. Oh. And judging from the everything about you, the thought of you giving a public reading will probably give you such palpitations as to create an anxiety attack. Am I correct? Uh, yes. Well, uh, the, the, the book wasn't um, wasn't necessarily for uh, uh, to read here. It's uh, it's got uh, evidence uh, uh, stuff I wanted to talk to people about, but uh, I need uh, uh, to get people with um, who could help. Uh, yeah do you know any of these people I know these people and by these people I mean I may not know them personally but I know these people if you're looking to have a personal conversation with them this room is not the place to be having it may I suggest and with respect you can obviously say no you give me that book I will place it in a position where it will be sequestered and not under the eyes of literally every person in this room. And you can actually perhaps gain a private audience with one of these individuals that you're looking to gain a private conversation with. Now, if you're speaking about, and I take him by the the shoulder and I start walking with him away. Okay. Uh, Won't be a position where it's away from people, Uh, probably over to here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That looks like the corner that would be best place for it. And I go, may I suggest if you're looking for evidence to show to somebody, you're looking to speak with perhaps a political figure? Mm? Perhaps political or um, 
someone learned who might understand uh, the importance of what I have here. Um, honestly, I I really would like a chance to talk to the great Sagranus, but uh, anyone who might, you know, further my cause and get me closer to uh, finding the funding that I need for my research. What is your research? I would love to know more, and I'm going to touch him. Yeah. I'm going to do that one first of all, just to see whether or not he's actually going to respond to that. Okay. Would you like to tell me about your research, sir? Uh, why don't you give me a persuasion or whatever you'd like to... I'm I'll go with the persuasion. Sure. 16? Yeah. Uh, it's not super tough. He is already like... Um, already in that realm of he he's excited about this so it doesn't take a lot but a little bit he goes well i, I found references and in, in this book and he taps the book in this book i found references and uh they they point towards uh the, the very possible chance to extend someone's life well beyond that which is normal and which should be used uh normally uh only veiled references of course but I believe that other books might might be found that uh, and I, I have some leads but uh, it does require some funds some travel funds some purchasing for the book funds you know um, but the, the implications you could have uh, scholars that could live you know centuries past their normal lifespan or uh, perhaps even indefinitely yeah you know great warriors or heroes who could lead the armies um, from this age to the next yes that's that's definitely what these rich people will want to do to give that power to others you're you're absolutely right well um they sure. might want to live longer or, or perhaps even forever i mean these rich mm. people always want to those sorts of things right um yes yes okay well that's that's very interesting indeed okay what I'm going to do, I'll take this book and I will, and I point across the room to uh, where Theodosia is. Mm -hmm. Is there a doorway over that side? Uh, there is one. Uh, yeah, right here. Like she's over there, like yeah. admiring the harpist and uh, the harp playing. Um, and there's uh, uh, one right here, I think. I'm going to take this book from you and I'm going to put it into that room through there. Um, if you want what I shall do over the next 45 minutes, I shall speak with the people who I believe will be in the best position to aid you in this particular noble effort and uh, see if maybe we can secure you that time that you need to speak with them. Yes? Oh, I would be most indebted. That would be so good. Thank you. Uh, well, here's a baguette. Um, if you wait just here, you'll be able to see the waiters as they come out with drinks. I suggest you stay here and try to merge into the shadows. Um, and we shall speak on again. Um, is it... I didn't catch your name, sir. Oh, uh, well, uh, Crow is a Professor Silas Crow. Oh, marvellous. Uh, my name's Minnesota Loams. Oh, Minnesota Loams. What a, a wonderful name. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a... Loams. Yes, I'm a, a, a clerk. Uh, 
my, my father is um, someone of influence so don't worry I, I, I shall make sure that uh, he will uh, he'll hear of this as well at some point but so in the meantime what, whatever is a loans then if you're so important doing as a server here that's very interesting oh um well Marina is a dear friend of mine and uh, she asked a favor and I'm here to merely assist her in this particular instance that's all oh good friend I get it yes exactly <laughs> yes like there's a moment where he's like am I gonna fight this now <laughs> um, certainly in, in the meantime um, enjoy your baguette and if I were you I would avoid speaking with and I point out the uh, grey haired bobbed senator mm -hmm. uh, Hella yeah um, and I also uh, point out Marcos, and I also point out um, uh, the the balding senator, Jessam. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I, I just keep keep away from those individuals. Um, and I, I probably don't need to tell you about the military. You, you've been bullied. Yes. No, yes. Okay. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of like will post up near this pillar, just kind of timidly eating that baguette that you gave him, and eyeing the party, uh, hopeful that you are his savior uh, from this ordeal. Okay. I'm going to move through to the other room. As I move past Theodosia, I'm going to murmur, "A moment, please." She'll glance around and be like, okay. And then she walks in like, so Beth, uh, Randall, a bathroom is a very interesting place for a meeting. This episode is available in video format on our YouTube channel. It was recorded live on twitch.tv slash If you're interested in catching live recordings, join us there. If you're enjoying the content we provide, consider checking us out on our Patreon. We provide early release, edited videos, and tabletop game downloads in Oh, for fuck's sake, how am I going to know it's a bloody bathroom? They all look the bloody same around here. I thought it was going to be a little study. Jesus Christ, I don't know, man. So There's no sign on it. It's, no, like, it's not like they've got a little men's on the outside. You know what I mean? Like, God, these people. Listen, lock the door, yeah? Yeah. She reaches back and, like... We'll turn a little bit and lock the door there. Um, I'm going to do a quick sweep of the room, see if I have a sensation that there's uh, any scrying eyes or any invisible beings that may be in the room. Sure. Uh, not, not with any sense of magic. I'm literally going to be like uh, chop suey kung fuing my, my blind fists around the room, like, <laughs> just to see if there's anyone around like in a little corner somewhere. Uh, just to make you roll something, let's do an investigation check. Yeah, sure. Or, like, to be clear, yeah. in terms of is the worst kind of investigation right. that could possibly happen. For sure. sure. I am keeping For that sure. in mind with what you may or may not find. I'm just. Uh, yeah, and that's what happens when you get a natural one. Love it. All right. Perfect. Yeah, I think that suits. <laughs> and, and you're going around, and she looks at you. She's like, what are you doing? Is there uh, a bee Just checking to make sure the room's clear. You're fine. No bother. You're welcome. Top-notch uh, spine as it goes. Um, listen, 
your man, Silas Crow. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks he's on to near eternal life. <sighs> I mean, he says it's all in this book. And as I'm looking at her, I'm going to cast my uh, creation mm-hmm. and create an exact replica of that book. Yeah. And take the original book and put it into my robes. Yeah. So is and this creation, just out of curiosity, uh, does it like replicate everything in the book? Like, so it's an exact duplicate of the book? Or uh, are- it is. Uh, let me read it for you performance of creation as an action you can create one non-magical item of your choice the value of the item is 80 gold pieces and it lasts for eight hours so uh it's really up to your discretion um let me see uh the item must appear okay so it must appear on a surface or on a liquid that can support it so i'm going to place it on the table in in the uh toilet Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, there's like a counter it, with a wash basin or whatever. Yeah, I'm looking at it now as a description, and um, it glimmers softly, <laughs> which I think feeds into the whole basis of it being a special book. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. All right. I'm cool. I was just, I was curious. Um, I will say, you probably have to. You take a few moments to like flip. Th- through the book enough to get like at least a general mental image of what's on some of the yeah. pages yeah and those pages would definitely do, be duplicated like i think you'd have to have seen enough to like sure. mentally create what's in there so um, I, i'm happy that if someone like if, you, if you've got counterfeit notes like the first yeah. couple of the top deck they're going to be legit exactly and everything underneath is like monopoly money yeah i'm happy that when you get to like further down just increasingly more and more crayon drawings from inside my head yeah yeah exactly uh, like it, it's yeah. like starts off that and then it's like scribbles like that right. replicate writing and then there's like probably a, a drawing you did uh, for some girl, uh, then yeah. like down to like maybe at the very back, like some drawing you did for your mum when you were little. You were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a picture of Gary, my weasel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the back, there's definitely a, a few penis pictures for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, like it, it definitely gets re- reduced as it goes through. Yeah. But if someone was to open up the first pages to whatever they open up, yeah. that will be. The, right. the initial yeah. correct pages. Yeah. It's when they turn it over, that's going to be the issue. That works for me. I love it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I told him that we're going to have someone come and have a chat with him about it later on. I told him to avoid the senators. Who do you want him to talk to? Who do you not want him to talk to? Mm. Well, uh, if it really is a possibility of this, uh, we should maybe speak with Sagranis. He knows much and has been around long before the Shattering, even. He might have an idea what he speaks of. I mean, Crow wanted to talk to him, number one, as was a primary concern. He's looking for funding. He reckons there are other books out there that's got more information on it. Hmm. Very interesting. I mean, he's not a loony tune, right? I mean, he's not insane. This is a thing that could actually be from the way you're taking it seriously. Yes. Yes. I've 
I have some books that suggest certain things of pre-shattering, some artifacts that people have found and things that suggest this could very well be possible, but um, it is outside my realm. But I would be happy to grab Sagranus um, and bring him over. Would, would you like to join yeah. us? No, not even a little bit. Um, but if you tell him that uh, Minnesota uh, sent you over, he, he'll know what's going on. And I give her a wink, like... All right. She smiles and nods at you like, oh my gosh, what it... <laughs> she makes, as she turns and unlocks the door, she's like, this is what I have to work with. <laughs> and starts... Did she take uh, one of the books? Did you give her... Um, no, I, I'm going to say to her, let's leave this decoy book here just to see who's interested in that because everyone saw me walk in with this book and they go see me walk out without it. Okay. I want to know who wants to go looking for it afterwards. And what are you doing with the original? Oh, that's going in the folds of my, my clothing, okay. for sure. Perfect. Sounds good. How big is this book? It's not... It's not like a, a freaking tomb. I'm imagining it's like A5 thin bound, right? Yeah, this is um <clears throat> this book itself is more like um maybe like a journal size, maybe maybe about the right. size of my notebook sort of thing. Right. That so yeah, that's so, yeah. that's going that's going in 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 the top pockets. Okay. Uh for sure. Yeah. Uh in, in the deeper recesses of my robe. Yeah, probably um, needs to get like tucked underneath your your coat or whatever somewhere, but yeah, yeah. you'd be able to secure it in some manner. Um right. And Fair she enough. will exit and come over uh where Lucius and them are and <clears throat> Lucius you'll see the high priestess walk up. Uh, Sakuranis, uh, if you would, there's a gentleman that I think we'd like, uh, I'd like you to speak to. Um, I've been brought to my attention. He has some interesting, uh, perhaps pre-shattering information, and I thought maybe, um, you could shed some light on it. Would you like to join us, Lucius? Absolutely. Um, as it, you, as that conversation is happening, I'm gonna get Silas's attention from where across the room, and I'll be like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Oh, she's going over to him. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. She, she'd rather us not be as public, yeah. and you know. Yeah. In that case, I'm not gonna do that. I, I thought they were heading into the toilet. Fair one. Okay. Oh no! I yeah, think... they're gonna. Uh... Yes. Go. I think when they walk over they probably hear Pius talking to Garrett and who's the other person uh Garrett and his uh date is Sandra and who was Garrett exactly uh Garrett is admiral. uh like an admiral of the island's navy oh Poor yeah girl. yeah Pius would definitely be talking and you overhear him Yes, the flesh was just rotting off the corpse of the body. It was just as we was riding down the way, the, it just sagged and the smells were just horrendous. But we just kept going and going oh. and going. Uh, I love it so much. It's so awkward. <laughs> Uh, and she's just like staring, almost this like in shock and horror, gripping tight to Garrett's arm and he's uh, he's kind of like standing there like nodding like hmm 
And in fact, he almost forgets she's there and he starts going to, well, you know, there was a time we went out and we were uh, attacked by a group of their vampires. Those guys are, their fighting techniques is very different. And he starts going into a little bit about like the fighting strategy of the, um, Barony's like fast, quick ships versus their kind of bigger, more firepower, um, more armored ships. Uh, yeah, Pius would be actually into that. Really, he he's asking strategic questions on what would be the best way to defeat such enemies mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and um, and then pulls out the rock and says, "Did you know that I have heard that you could kill a Goliath with this polished stone?" Uh, and nearby, they had one. Did you know? And he nods. Um, nearby, uh, the high priestess and Sagranus and Lucius all walk up to Mister Crow, and uh, she looks over him. I'm told that uh, by my good friend Minnesota that you had some information uh, that you wanted to speak to us, and in particular, Mister Sagranus here. He looks very nervously for like about like almost like oh my god like this is what i want but i don't know what to do um and he will start into it uh and looking over at Sagranis, especially trying to get his attention and uh he will start telling him i found uh this book uh, i'll show it to you in a bit we found this book uh it's got references to uh ability to expand life uh live on for much longer and he goes on uh describing this for a little bit uh is there anything else that anyone wants to do while this is going on or uh what are you up to over there hendrix um i'm gonna notice probably the marx's drink is probably empty at the moment mm-hmm. and uh just give him a nod and just say uh, i'll be back with more and uh walk away i'm gonna actually head towards the dining room area okay and uh survey the table see what goodies there are yeah see if there's any a a nice bottle of something yeah there are a few uh bottles of wine out there uh there's a uh bottle of something a little bit stronger um in fact where are we at um so there is a um there is a uh liquid drink that looks um it's like in this weird like almost herbalist looking bottle um it's got this like light green almost like glowing essence to the drink itself um sitting on the table as well there are various foods spread out there's a like roasted goose that's on there there's um a few cakes and pastries um some breads um more on here like the heartier food that's not being passed around is like the appetizers but they're with plates so that people can pull pull a plate together if they wanted to i uh i I pick up one of the forks and then just stick it into the goose and sort of tear a bit off Mm -hmm. and sort of go to eat it and look to my right and see if i'm being judged by this this person in the room yeah there's um one younger man in there he's probably um barely of age um probably like 17 or 18 years old um Mm. 
he is uh, his eyes are almost like have this like whitish like hue to them Um, they do kind of track over to you but he like squints really tightly to like try to get a good look at it he's got dark hair and a very like short almost like very well groomed like needle line like of a beard that um is is almost like that's all he could put together so he makes it look like he did it all on purpose but um yeah it's it's starting to form but it's not really there um he he definitely looks like upset and he keeps glancing out at the other room and he's got like a cup of wine that he's gripping really tightly and he's like sipping it and uh like taking big gulps of it from time to time um but he doesn't say anything to you he just kind of um in fact he's eyeing you as best he can but it seems almost like he's got this like slight glare as he's like looking over at you not that he's judging you but something else about you is setting something off in him um his clothes does he does he have any insignias any markings which should tell me a little bit more who he is or where he's from um he is wearing a like similar tan robe um to uh marina and he's got a little symbol of like a hippogriff on his um on his cloak but it is um instead of like being silver or gold like the others it's like a red hippogriff interesting um can i grab that bottle of green alcohol mm-hmm. and head towards him and say would you would you care for a drink with me sir uh, you, you would you would drink with me uh, uh, yes uh, you seem like seem as good as person as any I could use one I suppose yes thank you and he'll finish uh, off his wine and just like hold his glass out um, I'll pour him a drink and I, I'll pour myself one but I'll cheers him and wait for him to drink it first. He'll he'll so take he'll take a drink and he'll. <coughs> oh, that's uh, that's good, strong. That's good, good stuff. Take a sip. It's a weird consistency. It's this like it's smooth, but it's cr- it's like has this almost creamy texture to it. Like as you drink it. Um, but yet there's like this weird like spice that's tough to note like from exactly what it is to it like not like a hot spice but like um like if you drink like rye whiskey or something it's got that like little kind of earthy spicy note to it on the initial hit yeah it's it's a decent strength though you can definitely tell that despite the creaminess to it it's got some alcohol heat to it Uh, i'll cough just (coughs) just so it's not alone yeah. Hmm. Your name, sir, and why are you in here alone when everybody is outside there? Well, I am, uh. I'm Nassos. Um, I am Marina's son. I am here just because she has to invite me, but I am. don't belong. This is a feast for heroes, and I can't even serve. This. I'm ashamed of this house. to her. Why can you not serve? And he looks at you with these eyes that are like he's squinting to like barely make shape of you, and they're slightly like white glazed over. My vision's not great, and 
I was born with uh, my legs don't work very well and he kind of like shifts around and now you notice as he's moving that like he's almost like got this weird limp to him as he's like trying to reposition and he like grabs hold of a nearby chair to like give him a little bit of more sturdiness and support they don't even want me uh, to serve in the hospitals I, they say I'm no use I'm no good she should have just gotten rid of me thrown me off the side don't care. I, I doubt that. I'm sure there is a use for you. If, if anything, just to prove them wrong. What are you good at? You must hear something about this place. About the people in here. Well, I mean, I pick up things from my mother. Uh, I I do love the hippogriffs, but uh, it's tough. I, uh, I, I don't have the strength. My legs don't give me the strength. I can't lift, so I can't help in the stables very much uh, it's hard to read uh, these eyes are tough uh, never been very good at that and uh, uh, I, I have a little bit good with numbers but it's more like uh, they have to someone has to read to me and and I can manage it in my head but uh, so I help when I can but it's tough and I'll never be anything here. They'll never let me hold a position. My house will probably go to my cousins. Yeah. There must be... There must be something. And I'm trying to assess him now, trying to make him feel a little bit better about yeah. himself. Alright. Uh, you want to give a persuasion, or...? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a persuasion. There must, there must be something that, uh, if anything, leverage to make sure this doesn't happen. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> or two. He starts, um, like, almost crying. Um, just, it's, uh, there's, uh, there's no use. There's no good. I don't even know why I came today. And just, he's, like, bawling. Um, and just, like, downs the rest of this, like, drink. Coughs a little. <coughs> Excuse me. I should go. I should go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. This is, um, not my place. I, I shouldn't have even come in here. And he starts, like, stumbling around, and he takes a long way to get away from, like, the long way away from you, and he heads towards this little door that heads into the hallway. I'll, uh, I'll follow him. So please, let me, let me at least help you. And I'll see if I can give him a shoulder. Ooh. Do you have a sword? You could just run me through. That would be a better mercy than all of this. Who keeps a useless child? You're not useless. You must have value. If anything, you're the you're an heir. Your your bloodline, at least your family, to them. But I can't take a house. Can't hold the property. Without service in the military, without some dispensation that I cannot get, I am useless. I am here with no use, no ability to earn my right as a full citizen. I'll, uh, I won't say much to that. Well, at least let me take you to your room. You seem to struggle with the... He'll nod and uh, gesture down the hallway um, towards the door at the end of the hallway and start, like, 
hobbling off in that direction. Um, when you get to the end of the hallway, there's a, a doorway that he walks through, and uh, there's like a kind of small room with a couch and a spiral staircase that leads up with a guard that's standing at the doorway. Um, and the guard will notice him and nod and step aside um, and let him. He kind of like grabs hold of the stairwell and goes, I don't want to keep you from the party. It's fine. Um, you just put a hand on my chest. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And your name, sir? Sorry, my name is Hendrix. I'm one of the shield wardens accompanying the high priestess tonight. Ah, well, very good. Uh, Hendrix, you are, I'm sure, an outstanding citizen. Great warrior. And he'll, like, start hobbling up the stairs, slowly making his way up. Give the guard a look like a that's a handful sort of look but the guard will kind of like yeah. nod at you and like look up almost like um disgustedly at this this almost useless being that's making his way up the stairs <sighs> the, leave the room but hang around in this back corridor for a second just out of curiosity mm -hmm. are these doors one. here here and here uh yes there are doors uh this one here is like an opening uh there's no actual door there itself and as you walked by you noticed it was kind of like a study or office area um there was a desk um some tables um a few bookshelves in there with uh you know lined lined and filled with books the other two were closed take advantage of the open door and wander in Okay. Yeah, uh, it looks to be. And, uh, you know, there's some look around. paintings on the walls. Um, various oh, like left out. hippogriffs flying in the air, uh, you know, amongst the clouds, and uh, <clears throat> various books and some papers strewn about. You hear laughter from down the hallway as uh, the door from the outside opens and shuts and. Um, you hear voices as they're talking and laughing, uh, making their way in. Shit. Fuck. Um, still got that bottle of green stuff in my hand. I'll stumble out, pretending to be... This isn't the bathroom. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's this one. And I'll start walking towards them. Um, the... Uh, the girl they were laughing and joking and then as they see you kind of stumble out she gets a little uh like she shifts a little bit and she starts like laughing and like tapping the guy on the chest like he said something really funny um and she was oh, oh the bathroom dear oh you go back in any of the doors to the right there there's uh two of them there or you can go back to the main hall and uh, there's one down there too. Right. And I start walking the wrong way. No, 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 no. In the door. The main. Go back to the party. Go to any of the doors to the right there, and you'll make it. I sort of. I walk past them and go back the way I know through mm -hmm. this door. Okay. And. Uh, 
they continue on and they end up beating you into the actual party area. Yeah. Um, and she walks over to her husband, like grabs hold of his arm and starts like giggling and laughing. Um, as the other one goes back and uh, let's see, who's he going to go bother? Uh, Look that there, right? What was that? I clock that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll uh, I'll um, use message to Randall like that. Did you see these two just walking in? They've been gone for a while. Yeah, no. I mean, not that long. He's not that good, obviously. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I see it. The gentleman at the door stands out and says, A one Primus Loams. And you see a uh, halfling fellow walking in, dressed in black and white, a uh, very fine dress. Um, <clears throat> and he, like, walks in. He's got, a, like, a little cane in his hand, but he's, like, holding it rather than actually using it. Um, and he kind of, like, just glances around the room really quickly and uh, you know doesn't really take note of any of the servants um, and therefore misses the fact that uh, there's a halfling kind of nearby the piano there and he's almost like looking like he's looking for the most important person in the room and then he will see uh, the hostess Marina and head over and start speaking to her is uh, Primus perhaps looking uh, like he wants to divest himself of his coat and cane? Um, sure, yeah. Why not? He he okay. starts like he gets over there to talk to them and realizes he still has these, and he like starts looking around like the failure of these servants. Um, I, I'm going to do the the classic uh, servant from behind left shoulder mm-hmm. uh, with the. <clears throat> with a hand uh, held out like this but only the hand so he's not he does not in any way shape or form have to acknowledge that that hand belongs to a body because I'm gonna guess this is the kind of person that doesn't acknowledge servants so yeah yeah. he uh, yeah yeah he sees the hand and he's like "Ah, there we are and he reaches over and hands the cane and then like pulls back on his coat just a little bit and like waits there like yeah i, there, there. I take i take the coat down that's a good job. Uh, thank gr- you thank you Shep. gracefully Very good and job. i uh, and i head the fuck out the front door <laughs> as quickly as fucking possible thank you very much all right <laughs> there we go yeah he uh he looks far happier now. Uh, he is in a um, underneath the black coat. He has like a very nice white press shirt um, with like a um, hell, like almost like a, a scarf sort of thing. Like, but it's like a silken black scarf uh, that's been tossed around uh, and is covering him there. And he starts talking to uh, Lady Marina there. Do, 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 do. All right. Um, um, yeah. Randall is going to uh, have a uh, mini uh, anxiety attack. <laughs> okay. Short breath, hyperventilating, uh, head uh, between his knees, and he's just like, <gasps> "Fuck!" 
And I'm gonna uh, move around to the uh, side of the house, moving to go to the back of the house. Okay. So I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm basically gonna end up uh, inside the next five minutes, ending up in the back patio. All right, sounds good. Um, <clears throat> I was curious while well, that guy was talking about that book and you know like pretty much immortal life and all that stuff mm-hmm. being a sorcerer would I be able to tell us that he was talking about magic or what type of magic um, I mean you definitely recognize the magic the level of magic that it would take that you recognize would be very high level like enchantment well, what I was sort. trying to figure out is would I would I think it's uh, necromancy or would I know something else I mean you can give me an arcana check and and see if you recognize it um as this conversation goes on sagranis's already dour face seems to get worse like he is not happy and at one point he grabs crow like just reaches out and like grabs his coat you're messing with things that you have no idea about leave this it's not worth it no one should have that it brought no good before it will bring no good now and like shoves him back and he staggers back and hits the the pillar and Sagranus like starts walking away kind of angrily let's see he goes uh, I will help the guy get up and I will just whisper in his ear that, that kind of magic uh, it's probably not doesn't it is not good how, how could life uh, like that n- that could be so useful. We could, we could have people live and learn, and we could expand our technology and our knowledge base. It would, he doesn't see it. I'll, he just maybe if I find more information, people like him could. You, usually, you know that type of magic uh, is yeah, a long life. But you gotta also give something, or something has to be done to gain that. You, you just don't see any like kind of stomps off and he heads towards uh, the room that he had seen uh, Randall bring his book and he'll go in that room Sagranis will head out um, and eventually step outside and kind of walk out um, towards the well actually he'll walk out he'll see the fire and then he'll kind of like walk off to the side a little bit and he's just like taking deep breaths and trying to regain his composure. Yeah, Lucius would definitely look at Theodicia and, and tell her uh, what you think about all that. And you see somebody we're gonna have to worry about? Perhaps. I mean, if Sagranis is so worried about such a thing, then he, here we have this man he's pursuing. I don't see him stopping, but. Hopefully, he won't be able to gather enough support. Hopefully, but the the fact that he's talking about immortal life, a lot of people are going to want that and probably pay anything for that, truthfully. So, if he falls in the wrong hands... Well, what do you suggest? We throw him off the side of the island? I am not that cruel, but somebody should definitely keep an eye on him. Hmm. <laughs> right. I'll definitely keep him in the radar as best I can. 
I'll have my little birds try to figure out what's going on. Anyways, is there anything you'd like me to do, madam? Uh, it's up to you. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else you found, but uh, I don't know. Maybe someone should talk to Socrates and see. I mean, he obviously knew more, but was unwilling to say. Oh, I'll talk to him if anything. And uh, he'll start walking where he saw him go and check up on him. Mm. Um, which seems like Hendrix, you're already outside. So uh, you see I'm this a... elf walk by, or you know the burned and scarred one, kind of stomp so past. I look over my shoulder as he goes past. Takes no. My attention goes back to the guard. Mm. What are you? Still acting a little bit drunk. So what are you? Why are you out here? You seem like to be one of the good-looking ones. Why are you not inside? <clears throat> well, my friend, uh, you know, I asked to be out here. I am not a big fan of parties, and I was assigned by our commander because Miss Gallipos is uh, very important to our lodge, and uh, so I figured out here would be quiet, and I wouldn't have to deal with uh, politicians as much. Mm. However, talking of politicians, I just saw the, uh, the wife of Jessen. She's young. Yes, not a bad looker either. Oh, did you? Did you happen to notice what they were, were chatting about out here? They seem to be out for a while. Baron, what, what was his name? Grab, Grabian, Grady. Oh yes, the um, the Deslander. Um, you know, I didn't hear. I a try not to listen. Um, she did a lot of giggling and glancing over at me from time to time, but um, she and him talked for a little while. I don't know what's about. Um, but yes, they, they had a quite in-depth discussion. It seemed that it was uh, very, uh, very involved. Interesting. It's a shame you didn't hear anything. Sort of information like that could uh, could be quite valuable. Mm, could it? You know, because yeah. I'm kind of paid not to hear things. Do you want to give uh, some sort of check? Uh, see, yeah. I'd like to do like an insight to see if he actually did hear anything at all. Yeah. And if you ever, and, if, I was gonna say, if anyone ever decides they want to make a check or anything, feel free to just ask me if they can do something because I'm. Am I right in saying I've got advantage as well? Uh, yeah. Someone gave you advantage if you wanted to use it, so. Uh, I will because I just rolled an actual one again. You guys in those nat ones, man. Get in that system now. Yeah. Am I hearing Shaking this conversation up. from behind the the wall where I'm at? If you think you're close enough, yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm like twenty foot away. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah. like if if you think you've made it there, but I'm cool with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that in terms of time frame, I've made it around the side there. Yeah, that works for me, and I'm fine with us integrating more. This has been weird because we've been splitting the party, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I rolled an eight. Okay. Um, uh, Randall? 
yeah i i'm i'm hearing this conversation going on um and i'm like I think to myself, Hendrix is a fighter. He's not really a <laughs> he's not really a, a, a conversationalist. So I'm gonna pull out my um, my pan flutes and um, I'm gonna just do a little little atmospheric background sound. Try and charge it up with a little bit of intrigue. Uh, I'm gonna send him a, a little bit of a bardic inspiration as uh, as this conversation is going on. Trying to to give him a sense of inspiration. Okay. So you can add D6 to that roll if you want to, mate. Or uh, because it is pretty low if you wanted to make a difference. Like this this was your insight to see whether you think he did here. Um, would you like to do something else? Like try to maybe persuade or uh, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll pull out a couple couple gold coins and just be like, if you're paid not to hear, how about if, is there any chance I could pay you to hear for me? So I will give you... Uh, Persuasion with advantage, and then you can, if you want to use, was that a D six uh, yeah. from Randall? That's um, right. I mean, he's good for the next ten minutes. Yeah. He wants to use it on. So it's up to you for what you want to use it on, but you can use up to a D six on it. Persuasion. I got uh, nineteen plus one. I got dirty uh, twenty. Dirty twenty. Uh, he looks at the gold coins and he um, reaches out and like palms him um, like with his shield hand so that it's like underneath his shield and like kind of slides it back and like goes back to his kind of like ready pose well <clears throat> you didn't hear this from me but um, they were talking about trade uh, transport she had some goods she wanted transported to Desland and goods she wanted him to pick up from Desland and bring here I didn't hear specifics but it was weird. I've, I've seen her at other places, other parties. She's always flighty, always. She's she seemed like she was on like a businesswoman. Like she had everything down, logistics, as, as best I could hear. I didn't get specifics of what or where, but just it seemed strange that she was talking to this foreigner out here, away from her husband, managing business that usually is, would be some husband's position. Not that I mind a good, strong woman like our uh, hostess here, but, you know, um, she's never been that way that I've noticed. Thank you. That's uh, interesting. Thank you. Do you think Do you think this was behind the senator's back or for the senator? And I'll just, it's an open question. If I can get him to answer his opinion, that would be... Who kind of nod, thinking a little bit. You know, I uh, I don't know the senator super well, except for that, uh, you know, he, he almost is like a puppet. He does whatever uh, others want. Like, Hella is kind of like the leader of that side of the faction. He always votes for her, um, always supports whatever she wants. I, I don't know. I mean, it could be for him, but if it's for him, I'd be surprised if he knows it's for him. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I appreciate that. And I'll, uh, I picked up two glasses because I was going to take one to uh, Marco. I'll, I'll pour some of this green liquid out into a glass and just leave it on the side, on the ground. He'll smile and give a little nod. And I'll. Uh, you guys see uh, Lucius come 
out um, and join the outside group as he came shortly after Sigranus had kind of walked gleam by. from the armor <laughs> yeah the, the reflection of this kind of like bonfire that's been set outside in this stone kind of like a brazier sort of area uh, sparkles off the golden armor as Lucius walks by I'm also going to be coming by at that point mm-hmm. um, just as a, a thing whilst I've been going around the back side of the house before I join the others I've gone through the coat pockets Mm-hmm. of uh, Primus um, right. literally everything that's in his pockets are now in my pockets All right. Um, I don't know what's there if there's any letters or money or anything at all I'm freaking having it Okay. Um, uh, do me a favor roll uh, d12 sure this I can do for you d12 everyone that my friend is a natural 12 all right uh you find 12 platinum pieces <laughs> you know like a small pouch like inside uh his coat pocket um you also find like a uh a slip that's like almost like a i guess it's like a receipt from a local trip to uh to his gentleman's club that he tends to frequent. Um, okay. And uh, you find some, like, hard candies, like, almost like Werther's, but they're like of a, like a fruity kind of uh, uh, variety. Okay. Um, okay, I want to add that in there real quick. Yep. Uh, especially the receipt. I cannot do that. I don't know why I can't do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to come around and I'm going to hand to the guard and say um, these were left by uh, Primus uh, Loans. You should uh, make sure these are placed with the other uh, properties of the Lords. Go, 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 go. He gives you a look, but he recognizes the name, and he sees that you're in, like, a serving outfit of the house, and he assumes that for whatever reason, uh, you have the authority to do this. So he will, um, begrudgingly glance down at the, the glass that's at the, like, on the ground near his feet, but he'll then, like, tuck his shield um, back on his back and he slips something into his pocket really quickly um, as he's doing that and then he'll take with his free hand because he still has a spear in one hand he'll take with his free hand uh, Primus's uh, coat and cane and kind of very um, frustratedly he'll stomp past the rest of these people here and he's gonna start making his way towards like the front of the house um, area I'm gonna pick that glass off the ground and, and just uh, have a quick swig yep. <laughs> nice strong uh, alcohol you alright Hendrix? <sighs> hey there mate hi Lucius Nice to see you all out here. I guess the party was too much. 
I mean, I think it's pretty bad that we get sent out. Well, maybe we just all needed a breath of fresh air at the same time. You know what I mean? That's exactly what you mean. But sadly to say, I'm here in business. Uh, he'll point, you know, he'll look over at uh, the gentleman and go like this. All right. Well, I mean. But afterwards, uh, we, we can definitely have a drink or something if you guys would like to do that. I oh, know, we were here in business, Lucius. You calm down, mate. Jesus, this guy. I'm all right. <laughs> Alex, tell yeah, us, all right. Sure. You don't know how we run, mate. Like, honestly, you need to take it down a notch. We've, we've, we've handled ourselves in some pretty business-like situations. Uh, you couldn't possibly understand. Look at you, just a little sellsword. Honestly, calm down. I uh, never doubted you. The guard goes in. Is it the persona of the drunk Hendrix changes and he's just back to normal holding a ball again <laughs> oh is the guard still there no he walked no, off he like went up he went he didn't go inside though he walked like around the outside he's heading towards the the front side of the house um carrying in one hand the cane and coat of primus loams and the other hand he's got a uh, spear yeah, I think about now, like after talking to them, I would head to uh, Sigranus. Yeah. So I can talk to him, see what he thinks about him. <laughs> yeah, Sigranus is standing there and he um, has pulled out um, a pouch and he pulls out this like dark uh, black like root and he puts it in his mouth and he holds his finger out up and a little flame sparks off of it and he just like holds it up to the end of the root and starts like puffing on it and uh he glances over <clears throat> sorry about that that was uh probably not the most diplomatic way to go about things i totally understand i mean he was speaking about the type of magic that uh i don't think has any good side effects you know Trust me, there's not. Oh, sorry. Would you like one? And he like pull. He has the root in his hand, and he like gestures like, "Do you want one?" Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take one. Absolutely. He'll hold out uh, like a pouch that he's got several in it, and he'll hold it out for you. Um, and then I'll grab one, and when he goes to light it, I'll be like, "No, nah, no, nah, I got this," and I'll do the same thing with my finger. <laughs> it's right. like a fireball. So. <laughs> <laughs> Firebolt. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, just it'll go from one end and yeah, like a little not, spark. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Um, <laughs> all right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so just so you know, uh, let's see. You're gonna gain an advantage on perception and investigation checks uh, using perception uh, for. Uh, probably you know well while you're smoking it for sure but then for a little bit longer afterwards that, that's the kind of weird that everybody should be smoking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. opposite than uh our current type of uh smoke that people do at random times uh, <clears throat> he uh will stand there uh and take a, a puff on it let you kind of get yours lit and then he goes on uh, we came across such things before the shattering um, that came with the, the demons uh, 
powerful spellcrafters, powerful warriors with uh, collars around their neck. We captured some of the information, some of the items, and discovered uh, certain magical items that allowed them to sustain their lives. Though the cost, I think, was ungodly and wrong. I just have a bad feeling that if this man keeps pursuing this, it might fall into the wrong hands and the last thing is when he is that type of magic and somebody's who's powerful and evil's hand, you know? I agree. I agree, but I am a counselor to the king. I cannot openly deal with such a creature, though I would like to teleport him to the mist below and let him see what his life ambition here might rot. But I understand that, but I as well uh, don't believe in violence like that, even though if it's deserved. But I think we should keep an eye out on him, and I don't know, maybe something should be done if he goes to the wrong person. Uh, I don't know, I usually don't handle things like this. Actually, uh, you know, my end of the spear does all the talking. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> I... I have always been a studied one, but uh, when things like that come up, when fools like that, those idiots who thought they were better, struck deals with the demons, they ruined the world, the beautiful world we had fought to protect for so long. Anyways, uh, sorry. But yes, I don't think anything good can come of it, but... I will have to speak to the king and to some of the others and try to figure out what might be the best course of action. Right. Well, uh, whatever you do, it's all right with you. You know, keep uh, in touch with uh, Tildisa so she knows what's going on. Of course, of course. She's, uh, she's wise beyond her years, that is for sure. She will know if I, if I find of anything or... Um, if the king decides that we can act or should act, I'll pass that along. Well, I, uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, I think I'm ahead inside. Uh, you staying here or are you coming in? Um, going to enjoy for a little while and relax. All right. Well, later. <laughs> uh, I'll start walking away now, but I'm going to keep smoking that. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I get by the door, I'm going to hand it to Hendrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Curiously take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel like it's this good. rush of energy. Just, so you just you just feel like all of a sudden like your focus, your ability to focus on things is greater. Like any slight buzz that you may have had is kind of like drifting away and you're coming into a sharp, very like um, centered viewpoint and able to spot things that maybe you wouldn't normally be able to spot. So the same. Not enjoying, not enjoying the taste at all of it. No. Instantly pass it straight to Randall and goes, do you, do you want this? I mean, nah, man, Black Root's not for me, mate. I, I've seen too many people get fucked up on that. Yeah. So, uh, 
No, no, I mean, like, you, you start, I bet you right now you're thinking, no, 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 I can really understand the whole world right now. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be that smart. But listen, yeah, just just put it out, mate. Besides, I've got, I've got, I've got to keep my voice fresh, you know what I mean? I've got, keep, got to keep my lung capacity up. That's no dash good it out on the wall, just Appreciate scratch you. it, dash it out. Thank you. I, honestly, that smell is, is, it's a lot, it's a lot, you know, pungent is the word mm-hmm. uh, I think we're looking for quite very earthy pungent uh, not the yeah. most pleasant but speaking of it shouldn't be an issue but Lucius and Hendrix please give me a constitution saving throw dirty 20 okay Lucius uh 14 okay yeah no problem <laughs> no problem perfect um <laughs> yeah so you put it out and uh what are you guys up to um I'll take this moment to share with Randall everything I've learned so far about well the tax increases with Helena and uh, the opposition. Was it Costa? Costa. Yes, Costas. As well as the um, the son of Miranda and his form and how he won't be a won't be an heir. And uh, do I know Nassos? Uh, do I know of Nassos? Uh, you probably know of him. You probably don't yeah. really have ever really associated with him much because he doesn't go to, like, he's not brought to a lot of social functions. I think the only reason he's even here is because it was in his house, um, you know, the house that he lives in, anyways. Um, yeah. I, yeah, no. I, I mean, like, as Hendrix is telling us, I'm like, yeah, no. That's the way it goes, though, isn't it? Like, he might be born into privilege, but if you don't pass muster, you're going to get kicked out real quick. They don't let anyone mess with their pedigree. That's how these knobs do. Speaking of which, there's going to probably be uh, a very angry offling in about, ooh, (laughs) five to ten minutes. Um... So, um, if you see me do one, that's what happened, all right? Okay. Um, any, any more information? What? Angry half? I'm, I'm looking through from the garden. Do I have, like, eyes inside the, the main room? Uh, no, there's not really a way to see from here. Um, in fact, I don't think there's even a window uh, that really yeah. can get you a line of sight. It's designed to be kind of insulated so they can throw parties. Right. That okay. Can go well, on. then I'm, <laughs> you know. I'm I'm looking very shiftily um, and I'm listening. I've got that mm-hmm. air that I'm not really paying attention to Hendrix at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm like, um, so yeah, uh, you know my brother, right? Minnesota, really polite guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's the good one. Um, he was a handful last time. Yeah. Useful. Yeah, no, he's very useful. He's he's um, he's daddy's little favourite. Um, listen, I'm um, not his favourite, and I didn't really want to come here today because I thought. I might see him and 
He's here, isn't he? Of course he's here. I mean, of course he is. All, all the posh knobs are here today, so why would he not be here plying his you, trade, trying to get inside their pockets? Your brother's here? No. My dad's oh, here. Oh, your dad. Who's your dad? Never, never been around your house, mate. Yeah, no. Um, it's not my house. Uh, there's... Listen... All I'm saying is, if you see an angry halfling who reckons he owns the place and walks about like he does, and he's asking about his coat or his cane or whatnot, you ain't seen me at all. How about um, you, buddy? Appreciate you, man. Thank you. I'll, I'll tell you all about right. it sometime, but I mean... So what are you going to do then? If he's in there... You- you stay out here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know. Like Theodosia's got me here. She wants me around. I don't know, mate. I don't know what to do. What should I do? I don't know. Things are so hostile between you and your dad. Like, yeah, no. Um, you ever been um? You ever just feel like everything that you are and everything that you want to do is just the worst thing in their eyes and you want them to just get over themselves, you know what I mean? Randall, do I ever tell you I I was born in a brothel? Saves time. Yeah. Saves time. I 100% get what you mean like I had to go live with my dad and I guess my stepmom hated me I was the mistake so I get what you mean but you can't yeah. let them hold that against you you do you and I'll tap, uh, tap you on the chest yeah no you you're right and I do and I'm alright with that and I I am I'm alright doing that I do that every day and I'm okay being where I am every single day because that's who I am really this this is just what I was and I wasn't happy then and I'm not happy I'm going to go back to it and this Marina she's the she's just like him power player yeah yeah man they all are they're just <sighs> you got money there's a reason why you got money either you took it from someone else or your daddy took it from someone else you know what I mean yeah I feel that in this party yeah I no. a lot of her. I mean honestly it's taking a fair amount of will right now I'm not gonna lie to you to actually just set the entire place on fire and just leave them all burning to death you know what I mean yeah. oh I sort of like look around my shoulders as he says that obviously see if anybody heard him say that he wants to set the whole building on fire yeah no 100% and he's not like the usual calm and collected Randy is not there at all this guy looks almost trembling um, and he's a halfling but it seems like he's got smaller as he's saying this you know Um, might not even recognise you when was the last time you saw your dad Oh, yeah, no, I'm not allowed to see my dad. 
going. Right. Use an alias, I'm sure it'll be fine. Put your sunglasses back on. Yeah, no, I mean, how could he possibly recognize me? Exactly. You're right. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah, 100%. It is what it is. Um, Would he expect you to even be at a party like this? No. Especially not as a shield bearer. A shield warden. Exactly. You know what? What am I doing? Exactly. I take off the I take off the tan coat and I um put it uh up on the fence like notch it into mm-hmm. uh, one of the spacings on there. So I'm just wearing my waistcoat uh with the black and whites on it now. Mm-hmm. And um I just straighten my hair back. Give myself a little stretch. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't think he even noticed me, to be fair. Exactly. Shall we go inside? Oh, 100%. It's getting cold out here. I just look around the corner. Is this guy, was it Sigfried? Sigrees? Sigrianus, yeah. Sigrianus, is he, is he cool, chilled out down? Yeah, I mean, he's oh, just kind of like enjoying the night air right now. Um, meanwhile, while you guys are kind of discussing things, Peos um, and Lucius, who's... Lucia's kind of joining the inside Peos. You've been in there with a conversation with Garrett. You hear on the other side of the room kind of voices get louder. And um, uh, where is the name I had written down? Kratis, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Kratis uh, is um, he starts shouting over Marco. This is I bet you are nothing but all the words and fluff, your fanciness. You look like you came out of a whorehouse. I'm sure I could take you. If you want to speak like this, I'll make you back it up. I'm going to start making my way over there. So it's gonna, uh, I'll, I'll excuse myself to Tadisa, but I will let her know before I go. Uh, our friend said he was going to talk to the king and he'll keep in touch. And she'll have like nodded to you, and her attention's kind of drawn too, as Costas is kind of shouting at Marco um, now, kind of like waving his fist at him. Um, <clears throat> your fancy words and your your filigree sword that probably is not even balanced. I will deal with you in my way. Let us go outside, and we can settle this like real men. Marco is just smirking and uh, very well my friend let us go outside let's deal with this in your way um, Pius takes another spicy cheese cracker <laughs> off the plate <laughs> I, I thought they were gonna get down here but if they're gonna take it outside I'm, I'm getting another drink and I'm gonna wash this <laughs> So they, they're, Costas is like huffing out, like almost pushing at people to get out. Um, and Marcos is just kind of following, kind of calmly, nonchalantly um, following out as the two of them start heading outside. So Hendrix Ooh. and Randall, as you guys were about to head in, like you're reaching for the door handle and the door like flies open as Costas, uh, 
kind of pushes it open and starts Whoa. walking out here by the fire. <laughs> um, so we'll be in a position where as Costas goes past, I'm like, oh, and I turn away facing. And as I turn and I, I'm going to bounce into um, uh, Marco and I'm like, ah, oh, like I didn't even see him. And I would like to uh, loosen his belt. Okay. To some degree. Possibly, uh, if possible, look to divest him of his weapon. All right. Um, give me a sleight of hand check. Sure. If I can help you in any way. Slow Marcus down. What are you doing, Marcus? Sure. Yeah, go ahead and take advantage then, since uh, Hendrix is giving you... Okay, I will take advantage since I did just roll. Oh, that's a seven. I thought it was a natural one for a second. I was like, what? Okay, that's much better. That's a 22. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I was like, glad I'm wearing the brown trousers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you're able to like definitely kind of like unclasp the sword from him. Am I also in that position, not only able to remove the sword without him realizing, but also to loosen his belt? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, Good. I just want to be in a position where, as he carries on walking, for for him to be in a fighting stance and for his trousers to fall down around his ankles as everyone comes out to see him. <laughs> All right. Um, fighting, I thought you meant. So they uh, come stomping out, and you can hear the voices as people uh, are filling the hallway and making their way out as well. Obviously, they're wanting to uh, kind of partake in this as well. The first one to kind of come out is that purple-skinned tiefling woman, Um, then followed by her husband, and they just start like filing out and kind of like moving past you and watching this as they go uh did you take the sword itself or just try to like make it fall to the ground oh i took the sword itself and um i uh palmed it uh into the bushes behind me okay all right so it's just lying on the ground about five foot away from me uh primus comes like stomping out behind hella and almost like bumps into you but he um (sighs) doesn't say anything like he didn't take the moment to look at you yet he's just kind of focused on the spectacle that's going on here um and then a bunch of these guys are coming out and uh, marco like smirks at the man and starts like slowly unbuttoning his um his bright red coat and costas is um there and he calls over to one of the other people that like came out with them and says give me a shield and spear i will deal with this man um and and one of the the various like uh, military men that's around will like go fetch one and bring it over to him uh, and costas will like start getting positioned and chest test the grip on the shield test the grip on the spear and marco like unbuttons his coat and peels it back um revealing like a a tan skin bare chest um he's got various like tattoos uh scrawled along his body that was all covered up underneath this uh this coat and uh the main piece on the back is like a large bear kind of like 
reeling out and like reaching out over his uh, left shoulder like with a claw and like growling as he takes off his coat he looks around and like lays it carefully over one of the stumps and then like goes to reach for a sword and you like starts looking around like what is my blade what's my blade i must have my sword and he looks over at costas you cannot ask for satisfaction if i am unarmed like this someone stole where is this thief i'll deal with the thief and then i'll deal with you Throw him one of my javelins. This is no sword. This is a weapon of a primitive little beast. Do you want to repeat uh, that again? <laughs> I'll offer my rapier. It's just a normal rapier. Thank you, good sir. I'll still need to find my my own blade, but as you don't mind me getting blood on yours, I would be more than happy to use it. And he will Why stick the javelin in the ground. Skis is coming out here, stole my entire style. What are you having him for? <clears throat> didn't realize this was a fight to the death. I just thought it was a fat little, little Wait, little isn't it a fight to the death? He said oh. blood. Well, yeah, but I mean, a little bit of blood. It's fine. They'll go to first blood and they'll, they'll call it quits. He's just going to humiliate him real quick as well. Um, he takes your sword and tests the balance and swings a little bit and gives a nod like it'll do it's not my blade but uh, yeah. he's, he's very serviceable thank you sir and uh, he'll turn and like strike up a fighting pose with the other guy um, I'll, uh, can I nudge Helena and be like I've got five gold on, on Costas she smirks says that, my friend, is a bet I will take any day. How about three platinum pieces, my lady? <laughs> oh, you should not bet what you do not have, my boy. I'd uh, flash out three platinum pieces, okay? I know. Mm. She smirks. Have you got that to match? <laughs> she chuckles. Uh, gestures off to the side, and there's like a uh, young... Um, <clears throat> actually a young like minotaur girl who is like kind of following uh hella at a distance and she kind of like scurries over she goes my purse dear and the girl like opens up the purse and it's just like filled with like a good chunk of platinum and gold i think i can cover your bets my friends looks like you can give me odds you feel that confident <laughs> probably should Marcus How about five to one? One of the best blades in the hell of the world, let alone this little island of ours. I have a feeling that he's about to get bested by a geezer with a spear. <laughs> mm. Fair enough then. Five to one. This is the first blood, right? Oh no. Well, it may Costas might think so. <clears throat> Oh shit! I'm gonna um, make my way uh, across to Kratos. Uh, sorry, is it Kratos? It's, uh, Costas. Yeah, it's sorry. Costas. Sorry, Costas. Um, and still facing, like I'm in. He's he's a human, yeah. I uh, I believe, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna just pull on his sleeve as I'm facing away from the crowd. So I'm like, he's facing one direction towards the crowd and I'm facing away from it and I'm just like pulling on the sleeve real quick 
What do you want? I'm here to... I'm going to teach this man a lesson. This man is about to kill you. Kill me? It's a pompous, over-stuffed... Do you want some help or not? It would not be honorable to take help in a fight. I, I hear you. Yeah, 100%. No, you're right. You're right. You don't need any help. Um, I'm going to uh, walk away playing my pan flute. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to give him some bardic inspiration as a thing, mm-hmm. straight up. And I'm going to start murmuring uh, an incantation as I'm walking away from the crowd. It's like, start singing softly to myself. Mr. Bombastic, semi fantastic, give me on the buttresses of Mr. Raw, raw, romantic, semi fantastic, give me on the buttresses of Mr. Boom, boom. So I'm going to be seeing that under my breath as this goes into. Okay. Um, and when it comes to the first moment that their blades are going to touch, I'm going to be casting Shatter on uh, Hendrix's sword. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so they uh, take up stance, get in position, and they start getting ready to fight. And uh, as I they- a new one with my winnings, all right? Call me tits, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as Costas like goes to like lunge and stab at him, Marco goes to like parry it um, to like push the spear away and you wanted to cast shatter yeah and bear in mind i did also loosen his belt so there's a really good chance that his trousers are going to fall down around his ankles as well yeah so i mean yeah. his yeah. pants are fairly snug um yeah right yeah i i yeah. Am, uh, i'll keep that in uh, i'm keeping it in mind in the yeah in the in the process but yeah. yes i'm absolutely casting shatter on on his um on the blade all right um roll damage um and it's gonna be double damage to the blade um, we'll see how bad okay so that's that's gonna be 68 then in total yeah uh 100, 100, we hit 68 68 yeah <laughs> six yeah right Oh, At level four, gone. sixty-eight yeah. damage. That's twenty-five points of damage done to the blade, All right. specifically. Uh, yeah, so uh, the blade uh, like reverberates. It's a uh, you know, it's a little rapier, so it's not like it's the thickest of metals. Um, mm. And you hear this like cracking sound, um, and. Marco like looks at the sword and sees like there's like this spider web of damage up the blade side and he realizes really quickly that like it's not gonna do um so he tosses it to the ground and he goes to like pull a dagger out of his like from behind his uh like this tucked into his pants and the like the dagger comes out but the pants now get loose because he had the dagger there um and as he pulls off the sheath like his pants start to like droop just a little bit like it's still snug so it's like you know but droops a little bit and he like starts looking around he's like you're cheating Costas I will have my satisfaction but 
shall not do it here with you on your ground apparently planning this managing some way to try to get me into disadvantage so you can humiliate me and kill me in front of these people coward <laughs> coward you look around what are you doing on my sword Ooh, this guy's incompetent. Ooh, You'll toss you quite cocky earlier. What happened? <clears throat> toss your sword at the ground. I could gut him right now with this dagger, I am sure, but I do not know what other ill-gotten tricks he has up his sleeve. So you concede? It's not a concession. It is a postponement. Seems to me like you're conceding. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, is there a military mind here at all? Would you call it when uh, one enemy of another enemy decides on a day to retreat from a battle? Do you call them the winner of that battle? What's that other word? What do you call that? Would you like to fight me too? I'll set a time and date. Listen, mate, you've already lost one battle today. You need to walk off home. You're embarrassing yourself. He, he looks upset and like glances around and scoops up his coat. It must be you, I'm sure, you little sneak. What do you do with my blade? What did you do to mine as I pick it up off the ground and see uh, the damage? I'm going to walk up to him as he's talking crap to Randall, and I'm going to be like, I, I couldn't really hear you uh, insulting my uh, comrade. Can you repeat that again, please? He said to me, he just and said I would I like stole to intimidate his blade. Yeah. Okay. Have a word, Lucius. What the hell? Go I'm no thief. Intimidation. Uh, I used to manage because, you know, that's the skill I got from my lodge, and it's 24. <laughs> Okay. He looks at you um, and like glowers at you. Says, "Perhaps when your bodyguard here is not around, but for now I will go, and I will find whoever took my sword, and I'll deal with you guys, or whoever did it, and I'll deal with Costas and his sneaky little tricks." And I will have my satisfaction. And he like stomps off uh, up to the north, like as he leaves. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna whip out the old loot and I'm gonna. I can't get no satisfaction, cause I suck at the sorting action. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, I'm, I'm still upset that. My sword. Seeing the damage in the blade now, like. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think that can get fixed, though, mate. Like, just um, it can't cost more than a platinum piece. And I believe someone owes me about fifteen of them. <clears throat> she glowers at you and gestures to the girl to pay you guys, and the girl goes over and starts like fetching in and pulling out the coins and starts handing them out um, to you and Hendrix. Five gold pieces. <laughs> I, uh, I hand one of the platinum pieces back to the, the monitor girl and go, this is yours. It's not hers. It's yours. You understand me? Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you. Alright. Talk to that girl. 
she tucks it into her, her coat and then she kind of sneaks back a little ways to like be out of the sight again um, <clears throat> with that uh, several of the people start to like dissipate um, grumbling a little bit I've been rolling like crap for Primus to notice who you are um, that seems about right I yeah, mean yeah. even with that as a situation he's yeah. I'm, I'm up 26 platinum pieces and 12 of them are his <laughs> um, <laughs> and he still doesn't notice his own fucking son yeah. it's fine was uh, anyone in this group here ex- looked upset and disappointed that Corinth didn't uh, Costas didn't die that the fight didn't go the way they wanted it to um why don't you give me an One insight yeah uh, 23 uh, ah! Hella, the are rolling. Yeah, Hella yeah. Uh, definitely uh, looked very upset. Not only that she lost the money, like that was part of it, but you could tell that it was a deeper underlying like disappointment that Costa survived this encounter. And she and Primus kind of like walks off as she tries to like change the conversation, so it just sounds like you know she's not upset about that. Like she starts talking about some trade deal or something that's going on okay uh, I, have, I have suspicions okay and they head back in oh lovely party I set this aside for this whole endeavor so that I didn't have it in front of me um Milani turns to her husband Jason and goes my dear I think we have had far too much excitement for one day perhaps we can retire for the evening and he goes oh yes yes I agree dear let's uh, let's get our carriage and head back and so they start uh, but she kind of guides him to just like kind of bypass the rest of the party and like exit down this side kind of pathway up here uh, so we have an opportunity to talk with them? Uh, if you desire, yeah. Can I murmur in her ear and I go, Deslin's lovely this time of year. She glances over at you and goes, Oh, whatever do you mean? Uh, it, I've heard good things. I've never actually traveled there. No, no. We'll talk later. She glances at you. And then she kind of, she gets a little serious for the glance. And then she immediately gets back to, all right, well, we are going now, my dear. We'll come, my love. And she grabs Jason and just kind of like clings to him tighter and kind of almost bounces along with him as they make their way to the front. And I turn around to Hendrix and I go, sometimes it's nice to undercut the opposition, isn't it? Worked out um, better than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Except for my sword. I mean, there's always the one down in the bushes, isn't it? Oh, I'll no. probably watch out for that, though. I mean, that's got a bit of a a nice handle on it. You know what I mean? Might might be a bit of. Sure, it could be changed enough. So it doesn't look like that. Yeah, no, the guy's not going to be looking for it. You'll be all right. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nice guy, if anything. Yeah, no, I mean, bygones be bygones. Yeah, Win some, you lose some, innit? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, um, I'll walk over to uh, Costas while he's still outside, and I believe you've got more enemies here than you than you think. It's very weird. Uh, very weird indeed, Day. I'm not. Uh, I did not come here expecting a fight. I do not even know that pompous, arrogant bastard. I have a feeling that Elena may have paid him to be here and to start a fight. I mean, he may need to watch your back when around her. You mean it was all a setup? It just it seemed too perfect. He walked straight in towards you. You might be joined right. in the conversation, insulted you. First chance he got to fight you, he did. Hmm. Now that you put it that way. wanted to watch. Yes. Well, I mean, everyone wants to watch a good fight. But yes, now that you put it that way, that is uh, most curious. Yes. Must be more to this uh, tax increase deal. Yes. More pockets being filled. Well. Be careful. Many people stand to make lots of money for the increase in this, but... The creation of more ships is very involved and should not be done lightly. But yes, I'll keep an eye out. I'll use message at Pios in the other room mm-hmm. and be like, you, you good in there? Oh, we're outside. Oh, FY, it's Hendrix. Costas I hear nothing back. I, I, Go ahead I, up. <laughs> I think to myself, can you hear me when I am just thinking? I look back at Lucian and Randall. I think we need to go check on Pius. Did you just try to leave message to him? You know he doesn't get yeah. that. <laughs> I think by now he would all rocks. No, like, you, you're just going to get... Oh, for God's sakes. And I go, I'm going to walk on in, uh, sticking to the perimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to head over to... To uh, Theodosia and Pals again. Hendrix is sending you a spell. When he sends you a message, it's going to sound like he's whispering in your ear. You need to whisper back so he can hear you. If you just think he cannot understand, you get that now, right? Yeah. I can I get an insight check to see whether or not he actually does get that. Uh, can, yeah, can I, yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to see if he's just, or if he's just be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I get it. 22. Oh, wait, slight of hand? That's not... No, I've done so wrong here. Hold on. Oh, yeah, 11. Are you lying? For the most part, you think he gets it. Alright. That's fine. I'm like... I'm like... (laughs) Theodosia, like, looks over and goes, Well, I believe we've had quite a bit of excitement. Perhaps we should, uh... make our way back. Indeed. Garrett, it was nice to speak with you remember what we talked about and yes. the Badger Lodge is there. And you, I've heard great things about your exploits and that of the Badger Lodge. I, uh, for a non-aerial division, they've done well, so I will keep that in mind. I, it was a very pleasure. Maybe, maybe sometime yes. you can come over for dinner. Yes, indeed, and remember my idea. Ramps come down with spikes and that way we run across and mm. kill things yes I look over to the young girl and I go 
at least they've been chatting about military tactics the entire time oh god yes oh my I am so sorry that is the worst he's handsome Um, he's he's well off but oh my gosh he starts talking about that and I just I think I blacked out it was awful listen come down the Kraken I'll be uh, performing there on Thursday night while we chat yeah Kraken yeah yeah it's no pub on the other side of town it's uh, maybe not filled with these posh knobs and whatnot, but we actually have a good time and we don't talk about gore and death and ramps filled with ramp, uh, blood and iron. That might be far more entertaining. You know it, girl. Who smiles at you. <clears throat> Theodosia starts uh, walking towards the front. Um, we'll uh, rummage in that bush for... Marcus's rapier. Yeah, I'd sheaf it in mine. Yeah. Do my coat up. Sounds good. Yeah, you have um, a fine-looking gold filigreed handled red scabbard with like gold trim on it. Beautiful uh, <gasps> oh, shit! Oh, I look around and I realize that Silas Crow is not in this room at all in any way, shape, or form. And I turn around to Theodosia and I go, "Where's Silas?" Oh, um, well, he headed towards the room you left the book in. Yeah, that didn't leave the book in there, though. Randall? That might be for the best. Um. Shit. Uh, I, uh, I I go running into the toilet real quick. Um. And you see uh, Crow's like there. He's just like holding the book. Um, and he's just like sitting there, um, leaned up against the wall, like staring straight ahead, um, kind of like in a daze. And he glances over kind of half heartedly at you as you walk in. Oh, Minnesota. What's happened? I. Sigranis just he just missed the whole thing he he called it foolish and he, he accosted me um that's I'm sorry old chap sometimes these things do happen and there's really nothing much you can do about it I I tell you what don't worry about it for the moment get yourself home have a a, a nice nap and uh, we'll find you a backer. Uh, if Sigranis doesn't want to pay attention to you, I'm sure there's someone out there who does care. Leave it in my hands, though. I suspect that between the choice of either yourself or myself, I'll be able to find you the exact kind of investment that you're looking for, yes? He looks at you, and then he pauses. Weren't you wearing a, a servant's coat earlier? You know, it's been a long day. Uh, it's got a little hot, I won't lie, and I might have taken it off. Uh, Marina doesn't mind. She's fine. Like I said, friend of the family, what, what, what. Mm, yes. Well, um, yeah, I, I suppose... Um, I'm, I have a place down uh, by the docks uh, for the next few days. Uh where are you from originally? Oh, I've... Uh, 
Alessander is my home land, but I've traveled a lot in my studies. Um, I've Leeds got me here, and I I heard that uh, uh, Sigranus was on this island, and I thought perhaps I could entreat him and uh, some of the others here to help support my studies. Well, which place are you staying at at the docks? Oh, um, the Traveler's Way. It's, uh... I mean, it's the only one that doesn't look like it's about to fall apart down by the docks. And, uh, but I couldn't afford much in the city. Uh, the trips, Traveler's Way, did you say? Yes, Traveler's Way. Am I familiar with that particular establishment? Is it dodgy? Uh, it is the nicest of the dockside taverns, but that's not saying much. Like most... Uh, I think most visitors would come in at the docks, of course, but then they quickly get out of the dock area and move up the hills to one of the nicer establishments along the way. Um, is there a nicer one which is safer that I know about, which is more reputable, which is not near my neighborhood in any way, shape, or form? Sure. I mean, I would definitely think you would have known of one. Okay, then I'm going to press a, a platinum piece in his hand and say, find yourself lodging at the following place. Stay in your room. I will find you within the next week. This should cover room and board for the next week, okay? No, but are you sure? I... Look at my face, listen to my words, and follow my actions. Okay, thank you, thank you. You're a good man. And for God's sakes, do not mention this book to anyone else. In fact, it would probably behoove you to just give me the book and I'll look after it for you. No, no, I'm I'm going to do more research. Maybe there's something in here that I missed or or some some reference that I can use. Um, it's the only thing I have if I'm going to be in the room for that long. I, I, I didn't. I don't have many of my books here. I left them back home. Right, right, sure. But thank you, thank you for your help. And I'll pat you no on the problem. shoulder, and he starts like walking out, like clasping the book tightly. And I'm gonna pull the book that I saw as he leaves, and he's gone, and I'm in the room alone. I'm holding his actual book in my pocket, and I'm like, I "Should have said something. I should have said something. I should have given him that book. Should have given him that book." Hmm. <sighs> I'm gonna put it back in my pocket. All right. Uh, Theodosia starts heading out the main entrance, uh, making the way out. Uh, the carriage is summoned. And pulls up. Anything you guys want to do before you climb in and exit? Nice party. Uh, yes, very intriguing, isn't it? That bottle of green alcohol on me as well. Yeah, I was gonna grab a bottle of the blue for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I walked around the outside, still holding that green bottle. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you have a uh, half full bottle of uh, Grimnock Life Potion. I think is what it's called. If I look at it right. Yeah, Grimnock Life Potion. 
Um, and which one did you grab? Uh, I wanted to grab hold of um, the 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 blue. red. Oh uh, yeah, the blue, the blue, the light blue. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, it's kind of like a wine-esque bottle, but it's got a very like l light blue look to the liquid inside it itself. I recognize the Blue Horizon. Yep. It's my mother's favorite. Which is very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. All right. Um, and Theodosia just kind of like sits back as the carriage starts like rumbling along as it takes you guys away from uh, the Gallipos estate. Makes their way out. Theodosia. Yes. I, uh, I still got the book. I had a feeling you might. Thought you should know. I'm going to hold on to it, or should I take that as a, a means to study? Yeah, all right. You take it. And she nods and, like, reaches her hand out. Well... Anyone learn anything interesting? Yeah. These parties aren't for me. <laughs> mm. I say that every time I, I got a one. I do believe that I have scored big with Garrett's conversation. All right. Possibly made a good ally. So we possibly have the navies back. Very nice. If we ever need to invade another country. I'm not sure you possibly raid something else. Fully gather the purview of our uh, position here, but <laughs> you what? <laughs> I'll uh, I'll spend the trip back um, explaining my suspicions about Helena hiring Marcus hmm. to uh, fight and hopefully kill Costas. Interesting. There might be more to this tax bill and naval expansion than I thought on the surface. I mean, I knew that Costas was her greatest adversary, but if you do do believe that they hired this Marcos, who Marco, uh, who I've heard things of, uh, there may be a lot more at stake there. That might be worth us looking into. I'm fairly sure also um, that wife of Adama is uh, definitely more than she seems. I know this is going to sound mad, but there's something going on with her. We need to investigate her a bit more. And I'm worried also about Grady, that trader, at from Deslin. Is Deslin one of our allies? Ah, right, yes. right now. Yes, they are indeed. Um, indeed they are. Uh, Grady, from everything I knew, he was here to um, treat with the king and those. Um, there's He's seeking aid, uh, from what I heard, a little conversation I gathered. Um, his nation is going through a 
revolution of sorts right now, and he was seeking some support. Um, I'm, I'm not sure which side he stands on, though. Right. I've got a feeling that she's involved in that process. Mm. I don't know why. Just something in the back of my head. That girl is trouble. I know trouble. And she's trouble. Well, uh, as funny as it says, it's kind of the whole purpose I have you in this group. Uh, so if you think this girl is trouble, then it might be worth us looking into better. Yeah, no, but uh, the priority right now, honestly, is that Senator, like Hendrix said, I reckon uh, Costas's days are numbered, man. Yes. Do, do we need to take her out? I might need to take her out to dinner. <laughs> I mean, just for a little bit. See how that goes. <laughs> honest, no, for business purposes, I'm, I'm not... Mm-hmm. Honest. I mean, you 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 know me. Uh, I'm not. You know. Sadly. If I have to, yeah. Right. Let let me know if it goes bad. Then I, mean, I will take her out for real. Right, boss. Jesus Christ. Hey, us the ladies' man. She jokes, kind of chuckles a little bit. It's it's Will right, boss. It's right. Yeah, Certainly yeah. in my region. Yeah. It's okay, buddy. We'll teach you some manners. <laughs> no, you don't want to say that to the badger. That's not a good smart play. <laughs> don't poke the badger. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> poke the badger. No, I just mean we'll teach you how to talk to people. There you go. What do you mean? <laughs> I talked to somebody really well tonight. I got exactly uh, what we higher needed. level of talk. No, no, you, 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 you spoke great, mate. I heard that story. It was, it was detailed. It had, it had, uh, yes, antagonists, protagonists. There was a whole linear storyline. Like people, I, yeah. I also, I also found out a lot of people did not know that you could possibly kill a Goliath with a polished stone. Are you still doing that story? Because I'm yet to see it. I, mean, I would like to see it he too. Said it, I'm I heard it like three times the, tonight. And I will three show times. you. No, I hear you. Listen, uh, mate, you know what would be great? Yeah. You know what? You tell that story. That's you. You're doing you 100%. Am I right, Hendrix? You've got to be yourself. Right. Always so, me. Yeah. So you just do you, man. Right, 100%. Right. Uh, the carriage makes its way through the streets, um, making its way back towards. Making its way. Making its way. Getting back towards the uh, main temple complex, um, it stops, like, kind of like at the entryway to the general temple grounds. Uh, there's like a small barracks an area there and within there are uh, the rooms that have been set aside for the shield wardens uh, personal space Um, so it's kind of like perhaps not your full time residence for all of you but it's where it drops you off here Um, you each have like a small room where you can stash your stuff and use as your base of operations while here on the grounds Um, 
and then the carriage continues up to take Theodosia uh, up towards the main temple building. You get followed. Uh, you can give me a perception check to see if you spotted anyone following you. Yes, please. Just just the paranoia of a, a man who has owed money before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you leave a party, you check that shit. Uh, just your basic 18. No big deal. Savage. There was a individual that you spotted from time to time uh, riding upon a horse that seemed to have kind of discreetly followed along uh, just watching where the, the wagon was going um, but it turned back um, at one point like when it saw it heading towards the temple area it kind of turned as if it was going down a different street and headed off okay a dark figure, um, as far as you could tell, is knight has a, a robe up um, covering them. Um, probably like a medium build, but it was hard to tell uh, too much other details other than that. Alright, so when we get dropped off, I'm going to be at the, the, the foot of the stairs and I'm just going to take a long moment where I'm standing in the middle of the street looking back where that person was tracking us mm-hmm. just to see if anyone is coming up that road like there's a moment where i'm just like standing in the road just like looking and just not moving hand on the hill of my rapier uh and besides that figure that was trailing you for a little while and you can see that horse kind of disappear behind a building as it rides on um the streets are pretty empty in this area of town at this time of night it's not like your normal neighborhood that can be boisterous at various hours of the morning and night um it's kind of prim and posh up here so uh, less of that sort of a thing and i think with that we'll call it a night and we'll figure out where everyone wants to go from here uh which thread they'd like to go down um and uh hopefully if all things go right we'll be back in two weeks to uh continue on this story i thank all these amazing players dealing with this kind of chaos that i set up i really wanted a very open ground with a few different things going on and let you guys figure out what you discovered what you thought was interesting and then from there we'll kind of develop this as we go Anyone have anything they want to add, say, um, whatever, before we finally sign off and say goodbye to our wonderful viewers? Okay. Nothing like setting up a a lifelong adversary Mm -hmm. um, in the first session. Yeah. Yeah. To to, to make sure that it's actually one of the most gifted sellswords in the entire known lands. That was a smart play, you guys. Smart. (laughs) That's big brain thinking right there. You did well, though. You did well. He didn't kill you. Mm. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Got a random rapier out of it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, soon. There's a couple other things. We developed a ties system that all these players use to develop their fame, to develop the contacts that they'll have to use in the city. Uh, that is up on drive through rpg uh look just do a search for the xp guild you'll find our products on there there's a couple other um 
minor things, some train maps and uh, an adventure to utilize those in is up there already. Yeah. So if uh, you're a fan of any of this, please uh, join us, subscribe, like, uh, follow, whatever uh, would be awesome. Uh, we do have Patreon, which is awesome. We do appreciate those that helped there. Um, that helps us pay for things like D&D Beyond stuff and Zoom subscriptions and all that stuff. Um, and that's it. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks to our amazing players. Keeping up too late Thanks, anyways. Guys. So goodbye, everyone. And uh, we'll catch you hopefully in two weeks' time right here. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this adventure with the Shield Wardens. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so check us out then to find out what happens next. If you are enjoying this, consider leaving a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. Thank you. See you next week.